Welcome to Showboys, a podcast that delves into the world of film and TV. Hosts Nick, Mike, and Chad take their water cooler talk from the office to the web as they discuss their favorite movies, shows, and all other content in between. In this week's episode, the boys continue their road to the House of Dragons series as they rewatch and Mike for the first time Game of Thrones in preparation for the upcoming series set in Westeros. So, what's Game of Thrones season six? Showboys podcast. It's Thursday. We're back. Gonna cover Game of Thrones season six. We're 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 well over halfway. I yes. can see the light at the end of the tunnel on this one. This we one's can. this one's a doozy, and we're dragging Mike all the way through it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, thank you for tuning in, everybody. We're very excited mm-hmm. that you are here. Thank you for joining. We're happy to be here. We're, I'm happy that Chad could make it. I'm happy that Mike could make it. Um, they were looking a little shaky, but they, yeah. they pulled through and both were they, questionable. Both were uh, questionable. It was yeah. just going to be me here tonight talking about <laughs> yeah. my yeah. favorite season of game of Thrones so far. Um, which would have been fine. I could have just kind of hung out with, you know, people in chat and just yeah. talked about Cersei the whole time. Um, <laughs> that would have been my MO. Um, but as a reminder, please remember to, um, subscribe, like comment on our videos, do all the fun things that just make it a uh, make it pop. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And of course, visit showboysmedia.com as that is where you can check everything out. Showboys all in one place. All nice. Mike's got it there in his name. That is his name. He is yeah, the website. That's right. Uh, so just click Mike and you go there and it just put dumps you into my brain somewhere. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't know if that's the place you want to be. Well, it is Probably game not. Just, but if brains. you if you could get in there and maybe Ugh. find the the wiring in your brain that's causing you to clear your throat and like shut that off some way, that might be a <laughs> might be a job for our fans to accomplish. <laughs> if you're diving in there, it's gonna be hairy, but you might want to take it. Someone Thanks. clip that part, please. Yeah, we need that clipped. Um, Thanks, yeah, Joe. So I know you guys would be here for me. If we could, if we could figure out that, uh, I would definitely let someone dive into my brain. <laughs> um, I like Joe saying uh, he's, he 
his the first comment tonight uh, on the stream. My back is burnt and full of aloe. Yeah, I saw your pictures um, at the uh, yeah. at the, fun day at the water park. I saw big ouchie. Not rocking the water. hat. Rocking the yeah. hat. Never take. I think he sleeps in it. Yeah, I don't, I don't think, think it, it comes off. off. Do you think he has a head under it? No. <laughs> or is it it's just like it, just no skull cap? It's just, just yeah. The skin has merged into the hat and actually has formed around the hat, and the the color is actually just his skin. Yeah, that's what I figured. That's yeah. how I envision it in my head when I think mm-hmm. about it. Yeah. Um, one last thing before we get into the episode tonight. Uh, as you'll notice in the episode title, we're on episode 98. So we have two episodes until our milestone of episode 100, which still is kind of crazy. But I mean, really, if we count all the like side things we do, we were probably at like one. Well, past but, it, yeah. <laughs> but this is the main series, episode 100. So uh, we want to have some fun. We opened up a new channel in our Discord uh, for some Q and A. So if you go in the the ep, the EP 100 Q and A channel in our Discord, it's right under our general chat. Uh, you can ask us anything, and we'll answer it uh, on episode 100. Uh, so or get dare. in there. You know, drop your questions uh, after this episode is over. Comment on this YouTube video and ask us whatever you like. Uh, and we will try to answer it to the best of our abilities on episode 100. So you got uh, two two weeks. That'll be uh, the first episode in August. Look at this guy looking at his desk calendar. August yeah. 4th. <laughs> episode 100, August 4th. Okay. Anyways, enough enough with that enough with that um, joe says i am hat we are hat <laughs> the hat is speaking that was the hat speaking yeah. um, also th- just one second i want to take a have a moment of silence for myself and joe who uh anyone watching this who plays the pokemon community game on twitch celebi spawned like 15 minutes ago which is like one of the rarest legendary pokemon and we both missed it we didn't catch it. Wow. We failed our catch. Mega we'll right. never see it again. Maybe. What do you have to do to catch it? I just type uh, pokey catch and then whatever ball you want to use. I mean, it's literally just nothing. Really. It's, it's just, just RNG. It's, it's all RNG. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm out because yeah. no I, I never no catch, skill. catch anything. Yeah, I never catch anything. <laughs> <laughs> like the worst RNG cloud over me. <laughs> all right. That's so, why you always play skill-based games. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. You don't want to be stuck in that RNG cloud. No, I got there in Destiny. The first Destiny man, man got me. Man, some people like they are just clear skies on the RNG thing. They really like, are. They just Dude, they it's so annoying. It. And it's that was ridiculous. like my my whole group in Destiny. <clears throat> like back in the day, I don't know if you guys ever played Destiny, but oh, there yeah. was a there was a sniper called the Icebreaker that had like infinite ammo that constantly regenerated, and it was like one of the best snipers in the game in the beginning of the game. And everybody in my team had it, like all everybody. And they're all using it. It sounds cool. It looks cool. They never had to pick up special ammo because it's regening. And I could never get it, dude. I'd never I got it from Zur the last week that I played the game. Like he finally put it up for sale. I got it and then I never used it because I was so like disenfranchised with the game that I was just like dud. <laughs> That's amazing. It was literally like six to eight months of me trying to get this stupid sniper. And it never, he was never selling it and it never dropped for me. I have a tale like that. It was basically Nax Ramus and Wrath of the Lich King running that. 
weekly for for months right yeah. and it's 25 of us and there's like five warriors and like even when it did drop randomly which was rare you were i the then didn't get the like intra group role either right so <laughs> so i was like the last one and there's just way too many warriors in that group anyways right. but yeah it took forever to get armageddon and by the time i got it it was very short-lived it just yeah. became like a, a memento piece at that right. point it's just like i got it <laughs> yeah. clap hand, you know yeah in the back um but yeah let's dig into this and let's let's soft launch a a newer format to our shows here where we're going to kind of just cover some hot news right out the gate but also some you know just pressing topics we're going to come to the table um, on thursdays each of us with uh, a topic whether it's a news article or just something trendy that we want to talk about and just kind of get off our chest where that's where we're going to start um luckily we have something really easy and really ties into what we're doing here. It's almost like we planned this, right? Yeah, like, right. Yeah. Rewatching Game of Thrones oh, well. in preparation for um, House of the Dragon. I did not realize it's the dragon. The dragon. Yeah. I thought it was just yeah. House of Dragon. My bad. I messed that up <laughs> really bad. Unbelievable. Um, but HBO released. I believe it's like the first full trailer. It's this like is the first legit trailer. Yeah. Yeah. We've gotten a couple teasers, but nothing this this deep. Yeah. Do we want to float in the video or side mm. side panel it? Let's go side because you don't want to. We don't want to cover anything up potentially. Okay. okay. You know, other. Hold on, I gotta redo that. <laughs> I was about to play no audio. That was. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we uh, you know, we we discontinued the newscast, our our biweekly Monday podcast, where we would talk about the current news and rumors and stuff so uh like nick said we're just gonna merge this into our thursday shows and tonight we're we're gonna get to watch this spicy new trailer let's go he's a foot official trailer Sorry, audio only listeners. Like love this. The throne looks a lot more like it does in the actual books. Mm-hmm. It's cool. I heard the sound of thundering hooves, splintering shields, and ringing swords. And I placed my hand upon the iron throne. Love this. He's getting cut by the throne. If you can tell there. World building that of your succession. Well, who else would have a claim? The firstborn child. That is a rad no helmet. A yeah, sound. it looks a lot like Rhaegar's yeah. armor. Damon Tiberian. Probably the same armor just later in the timeline. My daughter. Rhaenyra's succession will be challenged. Knives will come out. You are the king. Your duty is to take a new wife. I have decided to name a new heir. I'm your heir. War is afoot. Do you think the realm will ever accept me as their queen? A woman would not inherit the Iron Throne. Because that is the order of things. When I'm queen, I will create a new order. I love the like melted swords up the steps yeah. to the throne. Yeah. 
There are power men should never have trifled with. Big boy. If Rhaenyra comes into power, she could cut off any challenge to her succession. I am to inherit the Iron Throne. She will block my way. Our hearts remain as one. Oh, our hearts are never one. You could probably play a drinking game anytime Iron Throne gets said in an episode or trailer. It's pretty important. A little knife dancing? Yeah, and that's Cat's record, too. Oh, so, yeah. Would you say? so yeah super cool that's the dagger um that we've seen multiple times in the show so far we'll see it some more but the uh, cat's paul the assassin that tried to kill bran in the first season the the valerian steel dagger that he used that's the exact same dagger that she was holding there uh, uh another thing is you see multiple times the guys with the gold cloaks over there uh this is like the first rendition of the gold cloaks the city watch for king's landing which is cool damon damon um, Damon Targaryen is the one who invented the gold cloak. So that's mm-hmm. maybe him inventing him right there in that scene, which is cool. We also see, and I can't remember the name of it, but the, the place they kept the dragons, the big dome there, you see one of the dragons flying towards it. And I also really, really like that all the dragons like that. There are some that look radically different. Like the one has like a super long neck. There's supposed to be like 17 dragons in the show. So um, it's cool that they're not all, they're all very different they're all very different yeah that's right joe you better be intrigued we're not doing this for nothing it's got to be good yeah i'm 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 definitely intrigued because it's cool because it's gonna be totally different than the the original show where we have like multiple different storylines threading in with each other this is really just in king's landing probably other places as battles are taking on but it's all about the main show's about who's going to win the Iron Throne. This is all about succession. So right. these are people feuding for taking over after the king dies, which I think is super cool. And HBO was like, wow, man, you know, we've we've done this concept before, I think, and it went really well. Yeah. I think it's called the succession. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just over a business and not, yeah. a, not, a, not the Iron Throne. But yeah. um, I know that, I mean, that's an important note, Chad. And that's what I was thinking about, too. I was like, we have to be very careful with our comparisons and expectations against like game of Thrones, where it's right. like it, game of Thrones. Like this is not game of Thrones. Like we don't have a, we don't have a name for this world. Unfortunately, it's just like the, I just call it the land of fire and ice. Um, right. But like there's Westeros, Essos game of Thrones is explicitly that series. Like this yeah. is house of dragon. It should be complete. It's completely separate and it has a completely different um, derivative and thing it's getting at. Um, so yeah, I'd be curious to see how long, and I don't think they've mentioned at all what the plan is for seasons of the show, because mm-hmm. uh, if you look at, I think there are seven current Game of Thrones books out right now. I might be wrong on that, give, give or take a few. This only has one book. Now, granted, it's a massive book. <laughs> like, it's a pretty big book. I saw it at the library right. the other day, but only one book. So I'm curious if it's going to run multiple seasons or if it's just going to be a one season thing or if they're trying to see how it's going to to fare before dumping money into it and we know that's not true because i read an article this week that said that um hbo dumped like 30 million dollars into a white walker prequel pilot just the pilot 
yeah. they filmed it and everything 30 million dollars into this episode and then shelved it because it wasn't good enough i want to see that freaking episode so bad dude i hope they release it at some point in the future just like here's what it was didn't pan out like was why not? not was it not that it wasn't good enough i read that it was like really good but there's <laughs> like just other reasons why they no i i heard it. that I think it would. It might have been George R. R. Martin that said it, but somebody said that it, it doesn't transport you to this world like the original series and House of the Dragon does. Like something right. was off in it. Yeah, and it's hard because, like, even that big book that I have with all the histories and wars and stuff, there's very few pages in that book devoted to that time frame. So he right. hasn't even written that much about it. So I think that was the big hangup is there's not a book to go off of. They're making it up as they go, basically. You know what I mean? We have like a couple pages here and there. Uh, that was like when they happened. were created. Yeah, well, the yeah. first time they showed up. First time yeah, they yeah. came. Well, we're, were created. Yeah, um, the long time. I learned here in season six. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. That. I mean, it's that's just even when I'm I was listening to the histories and lore for season six, like, and I love how those get better every time, animation wise. It's yeah. Just, they just get more more captivating. Um, but. You know, that's just like a completely different world at that point. You know, right. thousands of years ago, were very magical. It, it would be that's where I think they could play around with if they wanted to really stretch the IP, like play yeah. around with different formats of shows. Like I said, I don't know what I say, a wildling comedy. Like that would just be yeah. ridiculous. But I mean, there's there's <laughs> yeah, it would be ridiculous, but the, it, it could work. There There's like seven different shows in the making right now. Yeah, like like working their way towards release, including, you know, stuff we've talked about before. But one of them is like they're they're all set through different time frames, which is cool. Um, you can look them all up. They're all super interesting sounding. Now, granted, maybe one or two of them will probably get actually picked up for a series. But those history and lore videos make me more excited for the animated thing they're talking about doing like i would mm -hmm. love game of thrones animation of of some sort and i think robert's rebellion would be the perfect one to do that would be then, really cool you know what i mean i i think i think the fun thing about like an animated robert's rebellion because we have all these especially through the history and lore books we have all these stories and perspective tellings of of that whole event so yeah to animate it and kind of characterize it a little outside of like live action i think would be really cool because in game of thrones it's very much like a you know it's a tale that every, all the old people talk about basically like you know um, right just like it, the age of heroes the age of heroes would, pr would be good i think as yeah, it's cool in the book man tool. yeah it's cool in the book uh for yeah. sure i think that's definitely I, I don't know if there's anything in that time frame because that's like really that's like towards the beginning of everything um the age of heroes i believe at least um but i don't know if there's a show coming down the pipeline for that or not i i'm trying to remember off the top of my head all the ones that i read were coming I and a lot so. of them a lot of them are not uh like a lot of them are sound radically different from anything else which is cool one's just about like a couple traversing the world of westeros which i think is cool too so i don't know we'll see um i think it's all really hedging on how this series does you know what i mean if this comes out and is a flop we might be in you know the other ones might be hurting well luckily and I think like you, what you're saying about the criticism for that pilot, like it just didn't cast you into the world. Like this definitely is already casting me into oh, the yeah. world because 
the attention to detail, just like the armor, but even, but it's still, it's not repeating it. Cause like, you can tell this a different age, right? Like, oh yeah. It's very clean. Yeah. You um, look at it like the small council room. They got like different stuff going on with the balls and the little plates that they're putting in that, that it's cool. You're there, but you de- you're right. You can definitely tell that you're in a different, different, different era. Kind. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and then I'll take this time to do my my typical like I'm gonna bash this this clickbait article. I don't even know if it's clickbait. I can't even tell anymore because sometimes they are so long and well written. Yeah. <laughs> um, but this one was so stupid because they were like House of Dragon. House of the Dragon has like a villain problem or something. Basically, they're like they're all Targaryens. They're all bad guys. So who's the good guys? And I was just like. That's just the stupidest premise to like yeah. write an article on because the whole point of first Game of Thrones was that it's so muddy. Yeah, like, so muddy you don't know. Or bad guy. Right. Like that's yeah, the yeah. point of how I wrote all of these books. Yeah. Is exactly. that like everyone has a perspective that you listen to them tell it and you're like, huh, you know, right. that makes sense. Like I yeah, have man. empathy for you. Right. And Jamie is like the perfect character for like in, in, the, in the bathtub scene with Brienne. Yeah. Um, like that's when everyone's just finally like, wow, like we hear all these bad things about him for three seasons or whatever. And then all of a sudden he tells his story once and you're like, yeah. <laughs> dang, you're right, bro. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I had a, a similar uh, experience um, with, with um, just like perspective when it comes to hero and villains when uh, reading and watching The Walking Dead. I think maybe Negan brings it up at some point in conversation, but. Like, you know, you're following Rick and crew and rooting and pulling for for them to survive and and win and whatnot. But if you look at the stuff that that Rick does, it's no different than than Negan. Right. But but you you root for him and because that's the perspective you're shown. So I think shows like uh, like Game of Thrones um, are, are. are interesting because again, like everyone is the hero of their own story. So it yeah. all depends on like the perspective you're shown in, a, in an episode or yeah. a season or whatnot. Um, but yeah, so that, that, that article sounds like garbage, Nick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it was bad. Like at first I was like, are they about to cite like a real problem? That's already, I'm like, wow, you guys are idiots. Yeah, uh-huh. that's it. That, that that's terrible to even think. Like, I don't. Yeah, especially when you're talking like a show like this, dude. We don't need a, a bad guy and a good guy. We don't need that devotion. We need to see the story as it panned out, and we'll make our own choices on who's the villain and who's the. You know, I have my picks maybe mm-hmm. of who might be the bad guy in the story, but I don't know because I haven't seen. I've seen three minutes of a trailer. You know, I haven't read the book or anything, which is yeah. cool. I thought terrible. about reading it. I thought about reading it, um, but I don't. The fact that point. it's a complete story, right? Though, like yeah. that's the only book he intended to write about this. Yeah, yep. That makes me more likely. Like, it makes me want to read it just because I've seen the show now almost twice, and then the series and lore. I just know so much about Game of Thrones. I feel like reading the Game of Thrones books is like a whole different endeavor, especially because they are not finished. Right. <laughs> um, that's whereas, the big like, up. yeah. Whereas this is like a complete telling. Makes me more likely. Maybe, maybe I should start with this. Um, yeah. Yeah, I just I, I'm just primarily talking about with the show coming this like I might as well just wait for the show because I don't want to ruin the show yeah, yeah, for yeah, myself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. And and um, 
I think Mike, you brought it up or whatever in, in discord, but about the throne change, right? The, tr- the throne physically looks different. Um, and it's more book accurate now with the many, many swords. And I actually think now seeing the trailer, um, it looks similar enough. They really just added more swords about the whole entire step building up. And obviously yeah. there's more swords there. So you could say maybe like they did whittle it down over the years just to make it a little bit like safety measures. Like this, yeah. isn't, well, this they... isn't safe for the kids to be running around. Yeah. Um, that, yeah. <laughs> let's remove some of these. <laughs> I think it's that. And they are trying to get it closer yeah. to, to the book and it's, it it's closer. Don't get me wrong, but it's nothing like it looks in the book. Right. Like you can look up a picture of what the iron throne looks like in the book and it's radically different, but um, I do really like in the trailer because they mention it several times in the book and this other book that I'm talking about that the throne constantly cuts people as they sit on. It. I mean, it's made of swords. So yeah. I like that he's he's sitting there with his hand cut on it. And uh, I think it's not it was a job. Yeah, I think they it was. This they don't dull those things out right. before they. No, nope. nope. <laughs> but Dragons I think it's the, it. the histories and lore book that I have behind me here said that like eventually the iron throne if you're not made to sit on it it will eventually kill you like just by mm. eventually whittling you down and cutting you so much that it will get you off of it which i think is so cool if you're a soft boy you, yeah you get cut and right cut and killed yeah um, i know that but, they mentioned they, they never say it in the show at all that i at least to my recollection of this throne cutting people but like in the books joffrey gets caught with it cut with it yeah they never times. covered that in the show yeah. so far at all right or at all um, but I, I, I did, I, to me, it made sense. Cause I remember when the show first ran, like that was what book people had an issue with was that throne was not accurate enough to the right. book. So the yeah. fact that they're changing is kind of a response to that. Um, so, so yeah, so I think, I think these so far based on the trailer, like all very good aesthetic, like changes. And it yeah. seems like they're really, it's cool. Seeing, it. Yeah. It's cool to see King's landing, like, well, Put together you saw the like dragon statues in the streets and stuff because the targaryens are there so it'll be exciting to see how the city is different how the red keep is different and all that stuff once we get into it and i especially want to see where they kept the dragons in that that big dome that yeah. i can't wait to see that because we do Except see the it baylor <laughs> no yeah it looks like the Sept of baylor <laughs> um i can't remember it's got a name uh, i'll look it up uh the, while the, you guys are talking I, I found article that explains the seven spinoffs i'm not gonna explain the seven spinoffs especially the the first one because i do not want any spoilers for myself this is from june 17th of this year so okay relatively new uh first one uh, of course house of the dragon then there's the Jon snow sequel series uh then there uh is tales of duncan egg Yes, that's the one that I was talking about. What's like road the trip? Road trip, yeah. <laughs> uh, there is a Game of Thrones animated spinoff. Yes, there is a Nine Voyages show. Dragon Pit. Jeez, it's such a basic freaking name. Like, how did that slip <laughs> my mind? <laughs> Dragon Pit. Yes. <laughs> Ten thousand ships. Yeah, that's about Nymeria, I think. And yes, you're right. And flea bottom. And I was, that's it. I was thinking, um, this is kind of like a, well, no, this is, this is definitely histories and lores for this season, but like Euron was talking about like across the Jade sea, I believe 
um, there is basically the equivalent to like a Chinese or Asian type empire, right? Yes. That 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 city's dwarf anything in Westeros. Like they they've been around thousand years before even the Targaryens and all that stuff. And but they're like lost to like myth and legend. And I was wondering, like that would be a cool like Arya spinoff. Yeah, like she, that's where west she ends of up Westeros. Yeah, yeah, that would be so cool, dude. Yeah, the classic like California. Yeah. Um. Then you get to Asia, so. Yeah, that's cool it, for sure. And, and what really piqued my interest in that is once again, like the animation was bumped up for for this season and the histories and wars, and it just had some cool imagery of like these these sit these very Asian like cities, yeah, um, off beyond. Like it's a merchant's haven, so very very similar to kind of how our age of exploration went here wow, on Earth yeah. itself. So yeah. Different, different cool stuff like that they could do. There's just so much, especially as you listen to those history and lores, which, which we highly recommend. Yes, um, for sure. They really just kind of put a lot of context to that. And I'll probably, I'll continue to talk about a couple of those this season because there's some, there's some great like ancillary um, character expositions in there. Like Sam's dad is insane. Um, and then <laughs> yeah, fish. Yeah. The Blackfish and Sam's dad were the takeaways for me on this the season's lore videos. history's and lore yeah. videos yeah they were those two were crazy i still need to <laughs> listen to those oh they're great man they're great joe says so this is like episode one of game of thrones are you speaking of the house of dragon house of the dragon series is that what you're asking yeah that's when that comment came in so i think it's definitely think he's referring prequel. to star wars yeah he's referring to star wars episode yeah, one. yeah, yeah technically yeah. technically yeah. this would be oh a... yeah cleaner more yeah more put together more noble age perhaps um maybe more i think this is this would be something to look forward to more like built out combat scenes right and we saw a little bit of that in terms of just like the one-on-one fighting like just right full metal armor and this and um the last duel great movie to go watch um it had some really good audio and combat trying to get ridley like scott nights. on the show with a comment like that yep he yep, would be yep. the only last person on out. planet earth that said <laughs> last duel great movie really <laughs> i think it got he, pretty good reviews bro. he got he slammed uh like the box goes goes yeah. because like they people suck. were complaining about it being like too long or oh that, something that irritates crap but it, yeah there we, we had an article about it in the newscast and it was hilarious because he basically was like yeah, yeah people people complain about this go f themselves oh yeah 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 <laughs> it was like ridley scott yeah and I, I will be honest like i would have kind of been upset to watch that in the theater because those are like really great moments of like audio visual, like combat were very kind of few and far between. And like, there is some lulls in it where it's like, there is. Yeah. I watched, I watched like the first, probably the first half of it. Um, I do like TV in your basement movie. It is. is. Yeah. (laughs) I would never go to the theater. Yeah. I would have been a little salt. I I wouldn't say I would be salty to go see it in the theater. It probably was really cool in the theater. Um, but I can see why people would complain. It is a slower movie and a much longer movie than than most yeah. movies that come out nowadays. It's it's kind of movie where like you're walking out of it and you're like, well, that was interesting, or you know, what I mean, yeah. like, it's like, yeah, eh, it wouldn't be the first thing I would go watch in a theater, right? Um, yeah, <laughs> especially we're, we've been deluded by Marvel movies. Um, yeah, true. So. Nick, you can look up, uh, there's history and lore videos where they separate. I don't know if they're separating stuff from all the other ones and putting them together or if they're separate ones, but there's a Robert's Rebellion one that has all stories from that time frame. 
which is really, really cool. Last um, season five histories and lore, there was like the last 30 minutes of it was just everyone telling their retelling of, well, sorry, it was the dance of um, dragons. They, yes. Like, I want to listen to that one. Yeah. It was like 30 minutes long. So I was like the last, the last like time marker was a half hour before the end. And it was just right. everybody talking about their, their version of, um, yeah. The Dance of Dragons, and I was which like, is that which is the House of Dragon, which is what we're about to watch. So as as soon as I started to hear that, I was like being a little like trying not to listen too closely because I don't want to like know everything going into it. But yeah, um, yeah, you can look up the I love the Roberts Rebellion one, like it's super cool. It's just a bunch of stories from that time frame. They got to do it sometime, especially with um the flashbacks that Bran hits in this season. Yes. Yeah. Um, so on that note, let's actually dig into the topic tonight and that would be season six now with some just quick shout outs from the discord and answer the boys it is i know this seems to be joe's favorite season because he says best season best season to rewatch." and he said lady mormon is amazing sorry rickon so much happens hodor um <laughs> hold the door <laughs> But but when he said like best season and best season the rewatch, I was like that really resonated with me. I was like, yeah, I think you're right. Like, I gotta be honest, bro. I think I agree with you. I'm not gonna give it best it. season right away. Definitely best season to rewatch. Um, and I, I have a lot of opinions on why I think that is that we'll kind of divulge as we go through. Yeah. Um, but Bios has been looking forward to this episode for weeks. Indeed. And Mike spoiled the show for Dad the Cap. Um, yeah, uh, and this is this is what I said that spoiled the show. Apparently, uh, shockingly, I did watch season six and have thoughts about it. <laughs> uh, coming off of season five, you you were kind of on the fence. We don't we did we thought we lost you. Um, yeah, well, I thought I lost Jon Snow, and it turns boy. out I didn't. So all is redeemed. Yeah. So what? Where you land on this season as far as all the other ones? Where's this rank for you? Tell us, Mike. Uh, is this the great redemption? Yeah, definitely. Yes, uh, I think not just for me, but for a lot of characters in the show too. Um, and I think that's why I, I enjoyed this one so much. Is like finally people got some like long deserved payoff to yeah. you know long struggles and conflicts. Um, but I think I say this every episode is like this season is probably my favorite, uh, right? Yeah, this season probably is my favorite so far. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, there, yeah, it's just the 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 closure and and redemption things that we that we saw come to pass for characters like Sansa and John, and even though I I dislike cersei but like she got what she wanted um there there there's just like a lot of things finally coming to pass for people um which felt good except i except cersei like i didn't (laughs) i didn't like that part Um, it's so funny you use those words it felt good it felt good yeah because she says that why do we do things mike because it feels (laughs) because it feels yeah Um, I will, uh, I'll be honest with you. I did not realize until rewatching the season, how much crap happens in the season. Big crap happens in the season. We get multiple characters come back to life. We get half of the half. The Yeah. We get the hound back. 
Oh yeah, yeah. let's not forget. He didn't die though. Um, yeah, but I mean, Mike, yeah, look, Mike you thought he was dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. they left everybody him to die. Right? Yeah, yeah. That's uh, yeah. I think everybody thought the Hound was dead, so him coming back was super cool. Jon Snow obviously is the other one. I look. Can I just say, by the way, when uh, the dude's like, "Oh, must have been a a big dude who took you down," he's like. <laughs> No, it was, it was a girl. A, yeah, it was a girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I love that dude. I, I'm I'm sad that we didn't get to see more of him. He plays Swearingen and Deadwood, which is a awesome oh, character. Yeah, absolutely he's in, awesome. He's in character. a lot of things. I need uh, to watch Deadwood. Oh, Game dude, he's for about three minutes approximately. Yeah, he's so good in Deadwood. He's like the greatest, one of the greatest HBO characters ever. Um, I mean, also it's just hindering hitching on that a little bit um the cold open like just late mid-season like just cold open with he's back right and and it's also like this very surreal he's like settled down it he's changed his life he's helping build a church um it's it's just great it was a great great cold open (laughs) yeah it really Um, is it's one of the best and this show has several really good cold opens and it's it's definitely up there at the top uh, I I really personally, and we talked about it last day. I really enjoy Tywin melting down ice and making the two swords. I think that's one of the cooler uh, cold openings, awesome. mm-hmm. like the the final cherry on top of the war with the Starks to to start season four is really cool. Um, but yeah, the Hound one's cool. He's like carrying the, yeah. the log the, by the himself. Tree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the tree by the himself. Log, exactly. It. Yeah, the <laughs> the mature sapling. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, I mean, from, I mean, what I really took away from rewatching this season is this is obviously notably, this is where we're away from the books. We're getting away from the books officially because this oh, is that where, why I liked it so much and why, why good things actually happened. Yeah, yeah, we are, we are officially away. I think, I think at the end of maybe even the end of the fourth season, we got started to get away from the books right started so like this this is at the point where um and it's the big change to the series and i think this is why slowly people divulge into like dislike for the series as we get closer and closer to the end is because it, it drastically changes in this season to where we are seeing no new threads be created right threads are being consolidated yeah Right, we're we're hitching on the main the main lines here. Um, things are breaking down. Things are definitively ending. Right. I mean, um, doesn't that happen at the end of stories, though? Yes. Yeah, exactly. And that's why, even on the rewatch here, I'm not even one of those detractors that says like the, the show sucked at the end. Like I liked it and I approve of it. And even yeah, on the rewatch, so I'm like, it just it all makes sense. Um, now, obviously, if there was you know, the last book um, written, right? It, it may, it, I mean, he's going to have to write it somehow where it all ends, right? So right. Um, maybe and I'm curious hate, hate his last book because it all just kind of ends. And I'm curious why that's, ta- if that's why this is taking so long to get this book out, he is reacting to the reaction to the show, which was probably mm. the way that he was going to end it. And now he's like, okay, well everybody hated yeah. that. So maybe I should <laughs> totally do something different. And it, well, Cause it's been 10 years since he wrote this book, bro. Like, I mean, I could write a book in 10 years, dude. Come on. Could. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, I think he's, he's a, he's a good one to ignore the opinions. 
right like that and really stick to what he wants to do yeah but the way he writes he does so many revisions and like redoes things i think he might actually have an issue with the fact that by season four there is so much going on there is no unjarring way to wind this ball of yarn down yeah right you know what i mean because essentially there is so much going on by season four that it, it should be a 20 season show. Yeah. Right? Th- yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Some instead, point, we have like 30 seasons of Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. Right. right. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So at I some think... point you just have to start like dialing in on what matters. And that's what the showrunners did in season six here. Like they started dialing in on like, it's in the art right here. Who are our three people? Like who's right. sitting on the thrones right now? Who are the Kings? Who are the Queens? Yeah. Right. And figuring out, what's what's the main focal points we've been watching this whole time and they dialed in on it they started trimming the fat and they were like we need to end this um and there's there's just no unjarring way to go about that yeah on a show this big i agree with you i think the big the big issue for these final two seasons coming up is that we didn't get full episode runs of these seasons and and it can seem like they're going way too fast through all this crap, including yeah. people traveling through the world and, and smaller <laughs> things that you'll pick up. But they it's didn't like have to put Varus on that freaking boat, man. Yeah. Like that was just yeah. unnecessary. Right. <laughs> so it, it's just, I, I think that's the big hang up for me is like this needed to be eight. If you're doing eight seasons, it needed to be eight full seasons to tell this entire story. You could have, you could have made the ending much, much better by just giving it more time to breathe and more time to tell what's going on here. You know what I mean? Especially for people that have been watching the show live from the beginning that have forgotten things that happened in season, you know, one through four that are abundantly clear. Uh, so I think that's the big hangup. I, I, I think it's really on HBO shoulder. Like they should have been like, here, dude, we're just going to wait until you put this book out. We're going to put game of Thrones on a hold. We're going to, we're just going to wait. We were under the impression that you were going to have this book out by the time we got here. Yeah. So that would have been the right way to do it. That being said, I think that I might love the eighth season the more that I think about it. So I don't, I'm not one of the people that hates it. I think especially after a rewatch, it's abundantly clear. So, um, so we got seven episodes in season seven and six, six. Yeah. In season eight. And that's a big, I mean, that's a big dagger. Ten. Right? 10 yeah 10 yeah big drop off big drop off yeah when it yeah, really wonder, should have been going up maybe now I granted why why they decided to do that granted the eighth season we probably get like eight episodes worth of content because a couple of those episodes are, are are longer than an hour so so it's not as drastic as it look looks when you just look at this you know the episodes yeah but still episodes. yeah it's still you need that you need that time to breathe that's what this show's about dude you know even though you're coming to an end you still need to tell that story slowly towards the end yeah and this is probably a situation where like an alternate alternate reality there was a there was the finished book right and is this is that the last book he's writing? No. For Game of, okay. No. Yeah. See, that's the thing. So <laughs> yeah. So I think in, in like a better reality, um, he would have at least written that this book we've been waiting on, and this would have been a ten season show, and we had just a little bit more to go on to wrap up some things, yeah. and the showrunners wouldn't have to have like just hurried it up. Yeah. Um, well, also, I think yeah. they're. 
I, I, th- I, I kind of blame them as well because they, they were, and they were talking about how they wanted to be done with this crap and, and move on because they had signed up for a star Wars trilogy of movies. They had signed up for a bunch yeah. of crap. So they wanted to wrap this up and, and move on to other stuff. Now they kind of shot themselves in the foot because they released that eighth season majority of people don't like it and that star wars trilogy if you notice is no longer on the table Uh, i don't know that they've done anything since game of thrones to be honest with you that's just sad i mean it is it is it's it's what you sow i guess it's tough because they it's also hard because they already started deviating from the books and as a writer if i was a showrunner i would feel really weird like recasting basically writing my own story off of a right. story and it's like the more we like linger and deviate from the books and make like a 10 seasons out of this where four seasons are nothing based Not, on like yeah. the creators we're just vision, gonna screw it up yeah we're gonna screw it up no one's gonna like it we're gonna ruin it so it's like we just need to wrap it up now yeah right um it's almost like you know if george lucas saw star wars right like all of a sudden there was like eight movies but then like they just made like a 9 10 11 and they were like yeah we just made this up george didn't sign off on it yeah yeah it works right because (laughs) we needed we needed a season per year right um too bad too bad game of thrones didn't run just like a year or two longer and into covid they could have like postponed it they could have dragged Mm -hmm. it on like 2019 is when it ended so they were so or close Donald to getting Glover, some like if, if Donald Glover could have been involved. <laughs> yeah, in if we put way, him in there somewhere. Yeah, uh, be like let's cast Donald Glover. Basically, an infinite time. Yep. <laughs> De- delay. We can delay the whole season because why? Donald Glover has an album he needs to finish. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. See you in four years, <laughs> dude. I I got to be honest with you. I. I probably would have trailed off the show if we got any more delay than we already had for these final couple seasons. Like, yeah, Mike, I get that you are excited that Jon Snow's back. You waited two weeks to find out that he was that he was back. <laughs> Dude, it was a year and a half that we had to wait for that reveal. <laughs> and, and they didn't. The the... Yeah, the, the best part of it is they don't do it in the pilot. I think it's like the second or third episode. So even like when Number the two. show started. After a year and a half, we knew nothing more than we <laughs> than we did back then. We like, yeah, he's dead. Just know Ollie's a scumbag. Yeah, I can't stand that kid. To be honest, Dirt with big you. Ollie. I never yeah. thought I'd be thrilled to watch a kid hang, but here I am. <laughs> Game of Thrones has fi- finally right, brought me clip there. That one too. <laughs> See a kid. A lot hang. of a lot of great <laughs> clips so far from tonight's episode. Um, but yeah, let's just like start tearing into it. Um. A lot of good high level thoughts there. There, it's also just like a tricky season because it is just so, so just overall encompassing of like what's been going on for the past like five seasons, right? Um, and luckily, I think we're going to start whittling. We're going to start whittling this horse down um, to the the meat and potatoes of it. Um, so yeah, like you guys just alluded to, you that's really where have we to, s- to use the analogy of whittling a horse. Yeah. After what happened last season, <laughs> what happened last season, and our and our boy Sir Davos oh, finding it. his whittled horse, yeah, wow, did not <laughs> that plan he, that. He that, that was plan good. It. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was this season. He he had the burnt the burnt whittled horse. Yep. So <laughs> um, starting off on a good note here. <laughs> yep, let's run right into it. But this is also a change of pace too. 
the first like four episodes, five episodes, maybe more. We spent a lot of time with like dead Jon Snow, Jon Snow, um, Sansa. The first like four or five episodes, like we're hanging out in in we're Castle Black. In the north, man. Yeah. yeah, he's hanging yeah. out in the north and they're just like first we get the first episode, the red woman. Right. And there's a lot of this. This episode is interesting on the rewatch because I was like, all right. Johnson's dead. They're definitely portraying that he's definitely dead um, for an long yes. amount of time. Right. But yeah. they are hanging out with this dead Jon Snow for a <laughs> lot. Right. Whereas like, that's a little odd. Yeah. Um, there's something going on here. And the red woman's there. Um, but I think the biggest takeaway on that is we well also, we get more of this, this castle black like quest giver npc like we're just kind of bopping around seeing what everyone's <laughs> yeah. up to in the castle um just yeah. like doing the doing the bonus conversations with everything yeah. <laughs> um but the craziest thing is like we get this um the red woman right we get a little bit more magic here even new magic where the red woman kind of sheds her uh, her outward appearance and she is this old haggled woman dude um, i got yeah i gotta be honest man i freaking love this i think that's so cool uh to be honest <laughs> with you um it's cool in that like i was like i forgot this completely happened and then i was like this just gives me so much more wonder and like mystery to this whole entire like religion yeah, and what's right. going on here because it's this thing that they just they just show and like uses plot points but they never give you anything more on it no never like, what's yeah. going on here and we it's interesting know. because we see another red woman later in the season that has the same necklace. same necklace so so i really like the idea just to think like do they do that because they transform into these like beautiful women and that's how they're like the most effective at so doing get those, you know what i mean they can get the job demons. done yeah, they can get the job done. Like nobody's gonna bang the old hag to get the shadow <laughs> demon, you know. But all um, these kings, they want a nice, nice, nice woman in red, right? Yeah, so I, I, I think it's super cool. I love that when she takes the necklace off, it's, it's like lighting up red as she's taking it off. It's just, uh, I, I thought it was so cool, and it's, it's a cool twist. You know what I mean? That she's yeah. like this yeah. ancient witch or whatever, you know. And later, and this is even like all the way toward the end when Jon Snow is like, "Bye, bitch." Um, she was like, she's like, I've been ready to die for many years now. And then because we know she's like this haggled woman underneath, like she's, she's basically kept alive through magic at this point yeah. and like some sort of will to live. So just so much like mystery to these priestesses that probably needs another series to like, kind of like <laughs> give us some more antidotes out. there and flesh it out. Yeah, I do. I do like her kind of transition as a character in this season, though, because you, you can tell that she is like in a deep freaking depression after she's killing it. Yeah, she's very defeated. Uh, so I really like that. I think that it needed really to be her to bring Jon Snow back because of the heinous shit she did in season five with with Stannis and the daughter. So I think it that that played really well for me, like made me not hate her as much as I did ending that fifth season when she brought John back. Yeah. Um, that being said, she's still a really screwed up character. You know what I mean? I just <laughs> like the transition that she's not this confident witch that she was with yeah. Stannis. And she's like just hanging out in her room. She's like letting take the necklace off, just laying in bed, moping. Yeah. Big so, sad. Yeah. I mean, it's a good, 
it's well it's one well acted too it's well written because her character breaks down like you see that in the last season because she's like oh maybe stannis like isn't the guy like, right oops. and then yeah. and then there's the weird like lawyer conversation in the in the room with davos and Jon snow and um she's like technically i didn't lie i didn't lie i yeah. was just wrong yeah she was, was very like, wow. adamant was like, well wow. she's very adamant like i didn't lie I was just wrong. And I love that. I love that scene. I, I, I think it's cool. I think it's, you know, she knows she screwed up, but yep. she didn't do it on purpose. Like it, I don't think she lied through all no. the stuff. And you can tell throughout the entire series, like all the stuff that she's thinking and doing, it's all happening. You know what I mean? Like, it, yeah, it's the only religion in the show that ever shows something happening from this stuff. That's you know what I mean? True. Well, minus the, minus the faceless. Your, yeah. your favorite faceless people, whatever's yeah. going on there. Uh, going on. But That's up until Mike's a certain favorite. point. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But yeah, good, good, good for now. Uh, farewell to the red woman. Um, yes. We'll and we back. got, and I, I just like the, the dosage we got of her. Like they didn't overly like lay into her character. She was really, like yeah. you said, this moping character, just kind of like, at least she showed that she was like legitimately sad and not proud that she like burned a little girl yeah. at stake. And <laughs> yeah. like, I'm literally the cause of an entire family's death. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, I will say I'm glad that uh, I got worried when Sir Davos found the horse because obviously he knew right away that the lady in red convinced Stannis to do that. And I was going to be so annoyed if we got some like teen angst drama right before a big battle. He's like, oh, I'm not going to help. Or like, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm so glad that, that he's just like, wow, this sucks. And I'm furious. But we kind of have bigger issue on our hands right now. I'll deal right. with this later. Yeah. Because uh, a lot of shows would would take that and and be like, oh, let's have a a spicy dramatic moment right during like right yeah. before a super no important need. pivotal uh storyline unfolds um and those shows annoy the crap out of me so yeah. i'm glad that that didn't happen <laughs> that's not this show yeah no, definitely um, not yeah and, and then i'll see another big character in all this john snow back from the dead right we have a nice whole episode of him just being dead and i believe a whole second episode of him, him being dead because at the end of episode two, we get the very, very classic like Jon Snow waking yeah. up. And no, realizing. dude, I, I gotta be honest. I could watch that scene over <laughs> and over, and it, it's so well acted. And I love, I love that they show Ghost, the dire wolf, like they did yep. with Bran at the beginning when he was out, and the dire wolf woke up, and then he woke up, and they did the same thing here with Jon, where Ghost wakes up, and then he he woke up as well. Mm. But yeah, that those first breaths, dude. It's just I don't know. Like, there's multiple points in this series that give me chills, and that's one of them for whatever reason. Uh, I was like, uh, I was fully, um, like bracing myself. I was like, I, I'm actually as happy as I am that Jon Snow's back. I kind of wish that they would have just left it as like the Lady in Red could not do this because oh. it would have been such like a big blow. Obviously, yeah, because. You know, you, you see it happen before and then it would have kind of play. I like your point earlier of this, like being a thing that kind of brings her out of her funk. Uh, but it also would have been very fitting if like 
she just couldn't do it and then it just totally ruins her yeah yeah like what have i what my is that what you thought I've was happening yeah that's because i mean this show is just nothing but depression and heartache so i was like <laughs> yeah this isn't gonna work obviously yeah right uh, okay but then that's... they tricked me and it actually worked yeah the old reverse psychology yeah, they do a yeah. good job yeah they do a good job doing it because like everybody walks out of the room like she looks like she's you know like it didn't work yeah. and uh i love i love the way they did it with everybody out of the room i thought that was really cool we could have been a little corny if you did it with everybody in the room like waking yeah. up that could have turned into a really corny scene but <laughs> oh yeah yeah and i'm and his and then in episode three just the way it just felt so correct, like the way Jon Snow reacted to it, right? Because he was like, what the is going on? Like, yeah. I shouldn't be alive. Yeah. Um, I should be dead. And also the fact that he really had this, like, second life come to him where he's like, I died for the Night's Watch. Like, that shit's done. Yes. Like, and I love this. that. Yep. Like, I have, I have this whole other avenue of life I could have been pursuing. I've forcibly for the nice watch suppressed it i died y'all stabbed me to death yeah my watch is ended yeah my watch is ended i'm back for some bizarre reason that i don't agree with i don't think is correct but here i am because i'm Jon snow i'm true-hearted um he he also pulls out the lawyer talk there too he's like technically my watch ended bro yeah (laughs) yeah I mean, I can't. I, I, I don't blame him at all for making that decision. I wouldn't stay in that freaking castle either if I was murdered no. in there and brought back. Like, yeah, I'm finding no. my way out of there. I it's, it's just want it to happen again. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it, I do, I do like the the kind of the everything <laughs> leading up to him being revived that we kind of grazed over a little bit. But the like standoff with Alistair and and them at the door yes. and stuff, and then the wildlings coming. I love the giant scene where dude, he gets like giants. shot with the arrow and then grabs the dude and smacks him up against the wall oh, and yeah. throws. Everyone's him. like, Whoa. and everybody just drops their. <laughs> dude, I forget the giant's name because I watch with captions and then they they say his name in the captions. But Sleeper, one of my favorite characters, and yeah, I was very sad awesome. to see his fate. Yes. Yep. Rip yeah. the giant. Last of the giants in terms of like as far as we're aware. Like obviously yeah. there could be a tribe of giants that um didn't get recruited yeah, into the, the Wildling right. army, but he was like yeah. the last boy. And that's why on rewatch it was very sad. It was sad the first time, but it was more sad being like, Oh, there went his like bro or whatever that died yeah. in the tunnel. Uh, yeah. last of two, and then now we're like down to one and he's just like everywhere, just like wrecking shop, and then yeah. he's kinda he kinda yeah. finally bit the bullet there. Right. Yeah. It was sad. Yep. Super sad. Um what was I gonna Yeah, gonna... sorry, I totally broke your line of thought there. No, but talking about Alistair and yes. you talked about Ollie and the, the hanging and stuff. Yeah, I yeah. loved I love Alistair as a character. Like yes. the dude is so true to yes. himself yeah. and his beliefs. Cause what what was the quote that I sent you, Nick? Um it was what he said as his like final words right before he hangs. I fought, I lost, now I rest. Yes. Like that. Yeah. Oh, it's so good because yeah. he's like he he he's so true to his convictions. He's like, I would have done this, I would have done the I do it all over again. Because yep. it's it's one hundred percent what I believe in. Like yeah. you're a traitor in my eyes, and I did what I thought was best. Um 
and he's done that. <clears throat> That's been key to his whole character. Like oh, yeah. he even has those moments where he like levels with Jon Snow and he's like, Hey, it is what it is. But like, screw you kid. Yeah. Like congratulations. Like you're yep. Lord commander. It fucking sucks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, he's, he's a great character. Um, and that's once again, like what this show does so well is like these very shitty characters where you otherwise would be like, no, that's the hero. That's like the main character. Be nice to him. You're kind of, you kind of like really dial that back as a viewer and you're like, eh, he's got a point. Yeah. I like him. Yeah. 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 Solid guy. Um, Yeah. I, uh, I really, as screwed up as it is to watch, I really like the hanging scene. I, I like multiple <laughs> scenes. The quote that you said there that Alistair said, I also like the first guy who's like just in utter shock that John so's alive. He's like, you shouldn't be here. Like, this is wrong. You should not be alive. So that's his final words. Like, I just want to say that whatever the hell's going on here is really screwed up. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and then Ollie's like, just stare at the end, their stare that they have is, is freaking heartbreaking. I can't stand that kid, to be honest with Holy. you. Yeah. <laughs> you notice how none of them got an arrow to the chest. None they of all, them, yeah. They all got <laughs> they the all suffer hung. hanging yep. there. <laughs> Just gonna let them hang. Yes. Um, but yeah. that We spent a lot of time there, but it was very necessary to kind of like full circle that. And um, he gives, as part of the whole like well, that's what I was going to say. Um, well, he gives his cloak to Ed, his buddy, um, like his last buddy there, because everyone, all his buddies have left, but made him um, Lord Commander. And I love when, like, they're all leaving. Yeah. And they're yeah. like, whether well, about the gates, he's like, I don't know. Like, why are you asking me? He's yeah, like, I'm not the Lord, Lord Commander. He's like, oh, like, yeah. close the bloody gate. Um, <laughs> yeah, I love that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we spent a lot, we spent a lot of time here, wrap a lot of stuff up which is really good. Um, and Sansa and John are reunited finally. Yep. They roll back in there. Sansa, she finally gets back to her first family member. She's seen in like four seasons. Right. Yes. Yep. Like a long, long time. Um, mm-hmm. So that's a, that's a good reunion. Um, oh, back to the point. So the whole thing about John, he dies. His watch is ended. So this is like, a good question in terms of like you die and you're like married till death do us part. If you come back to life, are you not married anymore? Like, yeah, just like yeah. sorry, <laughs> babe. Sorry. Like, yeah. Death I'm going to go do this other thing. I always wish I wouldn't. <laughs> yeah. um, that's basically yeah. what John did. He kind of like, he's the president. He's like, I just got to yeah. John snow you. And yeah, <laughs> um, you figure out like your own life. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. That's what I was, I was like, man, he just like, hard logic right there and that's just like this whole season it's like there's a lot of hard lawyer logic points it's just yes. like technically <laughs> yeah. no this is what we're doing <laughs> yeah. uh, we're not going to linger on that thought too long um <laughs> but yeah sansa she's finally brought back by brianne and brianne has finally found like her like situation in the world because she's been dying to fulfill um mother stark's oath right i'm going to protect your children yeah and finally she found one of those children to protect because she's been like stiff armed for like three seasons and every chance of protecting the stark children yeah um excuse me sorry about that i like that mike went off he went off (laughs) (laughs) sorry i was i'm on uh, i apologize for the burp but 
I went off camera because I'm like on baby monitor duty and I was hearing stuff and I didn't want to be like holding the baby camera and like listening yeah, yeah, into yeah. it. So I was like, I'll be I'll be discreet and not distracting. And then, <laughs> and then you forget my microphone was not muted. Exactly that. <laughs> Oh, another clip another clip there you We're go this is a, a clip worthy episode guys. it is Getting clipped up um but yeah and I, the favorite the favorite and i love the um side text conversations with you two throughout the watching of this season because <laughs> we get like a different variety because obviously chad and i talk about different things than what we talk about with you mike but you're just, when you were just like um Little finger is just so creepy, or whatever yeah, you said, so like gross. or just gross, just so <laughs> gross. I hate that. This guy. season, above all, he is the most gross because, for once, and I didn't realize this like while on the first watch, but definitely on the second watch, I'm like, Little Finger became such a weak character and very like lack of options character in yeah. this season, um, because even in the last season. He was kind of playing the whole Lannister angle. He was just making sure he got the Eerie and the Night or the Knights of the Vale under his command. And that was like his player. Like, okay, he's got something like cooking here. But really in this season, very quickly, and maybe this is like to the disdain of the showrunners and maybe where the books go differently, but he really kind of falls off as like a power character. And like his only play is like, I love you, Sansa. I want yeah. to be on the Iron Throne. Yeah. Um, right. I can't stand the way he talks. Like every time he <laughs> speaks, I just want to like punch him in his face. Yeah. Is it like some ASMR? He's always just like got like a rasp whisper to his yeah. voice. Yeah. Yeah. He does. Yeah. yeah. Sansa, it was always you that I see <laughs> in my dreams. <laughs> <laughs> or, yeah. That's just perfect. his whole, you know, his whole dialogue about like, the picture he sees in his head. Right. It's like, it's me on the Iron Throne and you by and my you side. By my Sansa's side, yeah. just like, yeah. you mean me on the Iron Throne, little twat? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> like, you're not going to be there. Like, let's like be it's right. I will dude. say that he is like the schemer of the show. And you're right. In these, in these final couple episodes, seasons uh, leading up to six here, it, it really trails off from where it was in the first couple seasons. You know what I mean? As far as the schemes and everything. Now he does get the Knights of Vale and all that stuff going on. Uh, but that's really done all off camera for the most part. You know what I mean? Especially the, the Sansa thing towards the end uh, in episode nine, when that reveal happens, that's all off camera. So we don't even see it. So he's still doing it. It's just, we're not seeing it as a scene play out in the series. It's off camera, but like, even the fact that maybe he's doing it, the reason, like, they even showed it during the scenes with, um, like, the main knight in the Vale, right? And the the leaders of the Vale, like, they don't like Littlefinger. Like, Littlefinger no, no, is, yeah. like, a little shit, and everyone's aware of this at this point. Even Sansa right. is. And the only reason that the Knights of the Vale rode, right, to the Battle of the Bastards was for Sansa. Right. right. The the last like Stark as far as everyone's concerned. So it's not even Littlefinger. Like he's just like this like tool that weirdly Sansa's wielding with like very little effort. Yeah. Like he's really doing her bidding and she has this like tool set at her disposal and she doesn't have to do like anything because he's got this yeah. weird fantasy where he wants to be with her. Bob's dude. Bob's. Yeah. Bob's. She's got this tool. Yeah. And he's like hardcore friend zoned and like he just yeah. refuses to accept it. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I think it's cool I don't because even I think it's friend zoned at this like, at this point. Yeah, she hates him. She like, hates you're him. gross. Like you're you're yeah. my enemy. But, but I like... do I do like that she as a character is showing that she has at least learned quite a bit from him. Yeah. You know what she I mean? Can, and I think that's where the game too. Yeah, she can play the game. I think that's where the transition is happening, where Littlefinger's becoming less of the the schemer and it's moving more towards Sansa picking mm-hmm. up those those hints throughout the entire first four seasons of the show. Yeah. And that's where she really kind of like takes off. Cause she's like, not even like quote unquote scheming. She's just like, Hey dude, I'm playing the game too. And I'm just playing it way better than you. And yeah, yeah. you have a weakness and clearly it's me. And that's, yeah. fine. <laughs> um, it's just, it's just so laid out there. And he's just like, he's trying to like play what would have worked three seasons ago. It's right. just like hitting this not. like stone wall that is like Sansa Stark and like yeah. there's just nothing moving there because honestly, like I don't know how he thought like Yeah, I'm gonna give you the whole scene where she confronts him about Ramsey in like the destroyed house. Like that is such a good scene. Yes. Because they clearly could have just killed him. Brienne was ready just to like slice his head clean off. Yeah. Um and he was just like very poorly like playing this whole like I didn't know Ramsey was the way he was. And she's just like, dude, you know everything. Like, yeah. <laughs> you are incredibly stupid if you like both ways. You're stupid th- for me to believe that or stupid if, if you, you thought didn't Ramsey know. was yeah. har- harmless. Um, so it's just it's just crazy how much his character was like flips. And I think I think story wise, it makes sense because like he I, you, you can only play that game for so long. I right, think, right. Um, yeah, like, I, I agree. Options. Yeah, I agree. And I I really up until this point this season specifically, I got to be honest, I hated Sansa as a character. I thought oh, she yeah. was I thought she was trash to be honest with you. Um she just and and it, it maybe it's because we just watch her get like just <laughs> obliterated for 3 4 seasons like just the worst crap that could ever happen to a human happens to this girl and Literally she does nothing. She does nothing about it. <laughs> literally like take a little control of your life a little bit so that's why i think i like her so much in this season is because she really kind of reminds me of her mom in a lot of ways and a lot of scenes in this uh tie back to like her sansa and john arguing this season give me big cat and rob vibes from season two and three arguing and stuff so i like that she's finally becoming a character that's like doing something besides just getting beat and you know, wrestled around the entire world for everyone's bidding, you know, yeah, for sure. And, and that's the other thing is we don't really know her mother, Callan before. Um, Eddard brings back Jon Snow and she really held that moment when Jon Snow was brought home by Ned Stark of this point where, like she's just very betrayed, right? Right. Supposedly, he cheated on her over at war, had a bastard son, and then brought him home to be raised with the rest of the family, like her children. So, like that's maybe where she she developed her cold edge. Yeah. So essentially, her being married to Ramsay and really taking the last like pure part of her her like fantasy of like, I'm going to marry the king. I'm going to be queen. It's all going to be nice. Like she was kind of holding on to that 
this entire time. And then finally, when Littlefinger gives her away to Ramsay, just so willingly for one of his like weak ploys that's stripped from her. Right. And like, finally that's like the trigger where she becomes so much like her mother. Yes. Like, yeah, they have a, a good point. A cold, sharp edge to them at that yeah. point. And like, nothing can hurt them after that. Right. Cause something so deeply morally like scarred them. Yeah. Um, it's a really good very, point. very honorable Ned Stark bringing home a bastard. Definitely scarred Catelyn Stark being, I guess, on your wedding <laughs> night, <starred>. technically, yeah. <laughs> let's just call it um, rape. Uh, yeah, raped by your husband um, yeah. and bruised and all that. Like that, that was hard scene in season five, but then in season six here, like it's just all out there and she just like has nothing really to lose and she really owns it. And yeah. definitely the best, what is it? Like character growth out of her. Yeah, there's like all yeah. this, pe- there's all this like pent up growth, like waiting to like pop. Yeah. But they did a really good job of suppressing. Like she was so annoying. She was, yeah, for she like really four was. Four and a yeah. half seasons. Yeah. Then it all kind of came came through here. Yeah, I agree. That's definitely a good point. Yeah, I just, uh, yeah, I, I just could not get the image of of Cat out of my head watching some of these scenes. Mm-hmm. For uh, again, you know what I mean? She's she looks like her. She's acting like her. She's arguing like her. So I really like the way they did it in the season. Yeah. Yeah, she's so calculated. But uh, yeah, once again, I mean, I forgot or didn't notice how like pathetic Littlefinger became. Yeah. And it's it's very fitting because honestly, he's not a very endearing character. I'll stand with Mike on that one. Like that dude's gross. Like, yeah, yeah. He doesn't have very many redeeming qualities. No. Early on, he had like a lot of cool, valid, like quippy points. But like at this point, like, dude, like, just go die. Yeah. Like, yeah, <laughs> we're done with your crap, bro. <laughs> um, So let's see here that generally I like how we sit on characters and like walk them all the way through. Yeah. So what's next? We get we get the, the battle. Well, I think before that. We should jump over to Bran. Yeah. At this point, we've been getting. Compared to the last couple seasons, way more Bran action. Um, because we have Bran sitting with the three eyed raven in just tripping. In the tree, <laughs> just tripping balls. Yeah. <laughs> looking just at visions. Touching um, roots and just tripping. Yeah, and unlike like a typical teacher where they're like, Hey, we're gonna we're gonna sit all the way through to the end of this lesson, you're just gonna like forget half of it because it was too long. He's yeah. like I'm just going to cut it short and like, we're going to touch that later. And Brad's like, what? Like, yeah, I um, I love this. So, so this scene at the, I think it's the tower of joy, the flashback they go back to. Yeah. I love this because we see Arthur Dane, which we've heard a couple times throughout the series as being one of the best swordsmen ever. Uh, He fights with two swords, which is super cool. Um, and I love the freaking casting of young Ned here. Dude. It's like startling. Like, dude, it's startling. Yeah. It's bizarre. Like that's what like yeah. uh, young, like awkward, ugly Ned looked like. Yes, like they <laughs> yeah. did such a good job. And uh, opposed to the very like matured, fathered, right old Ned, like yeah. it's nuts. Yeah. So I I love that fight scene. I think it's super cool. We rarely get fight scenes like that, so that's probably why it's it's so cool. I did pick up this time, my sixth time watching this show that he's wearing the same armor that Jon Snow wears at the Battle of the Bastards, literally identical. Mm. Um, yes. So that's cool. 
but yeah, I love that they cut this short because this is a big pivotal point in this season. Uh, what is in this tower? And I love that he's just like, nah, bro, like we're going to stop it here and we'll talk about it later. So I love that. I also like that they play with uh, Bran running up to the stairs and being like, father. And he like turns yeah. around and he's like, he heard me. He's like, Time maybe is a circle, dude. Yeah. Like <laughs> I am so committed to this idea. Like, yeah, it's a record player. Yep. And wherever you want to drop the needle, like time is just continuously existing simultaneously. Yeah. In our lives. And wherever you drop that needle, it's happening. And right. that's what that's what the three-eyed raven is doing. Like he's just dropping that needle on a different part of the record and playing that memory. Yeah. And it's so um, it's so cool. And I and I also like that th- while we want to know what's in the tower, the fight scene in this is really what's the most important thing because this is our first hint that maybe Ned isn't as honorable as we all think that he is because yes. he has told the story that he defeated Arthur Dane in combat. And we see in this scene here that uh, Mira's father stabs him in the back, uh, which is like a super <laughs> dishonorable move, obviously. Uh, so he's been lying about that. So that's a nice little like, like my classic. Put a pin in that for later because we're gonna we're gonna get back to that. <laughs> um, but I love, I just love the little threads that they're they're going with Bran here throughout the season. Yeah, and the other thing I liked about that was um, this is a different Ned than we were used to. This is a this is a wartime Ned, right? He was very. He was trying to get his sister back, and I said that's the only thing he cared about, and it's kind of like like what you become when you become so driven to get after something. And you could tell when he rolled up there, like it was, it's not the same honorable Ned that we knew. Um, Mm. And it's very likely like it made sense that he was stepping out of that character. And it's like, yeah, like that's something any of us would have just kind of maybe glossed over a little bit and just tweaked that story a little bit because why, there's only like two people that witnessed yeah. it and they're that all survived. Dead. Um, yeah. They're dead. Yeah. Right. So I'm just going to gloss. I'm going to adjust this story just a little bit. Um, yeah. It's a good point because it's really, it's the end of Robert's rebellion, right? We know that the King is dead. Jamie stabbed the King, the mad King. We know that Rhaegar is dead. Robert killed Rhaegar. He says it, you know, your prince is laying in the ground or whatever he says. So I, he's trying to get that tipping point. So I think it makes perfect sense that he's like, here, all bets are off, man. Like, screw on her. I want my sister back. That's what yeah. this whole thing is about. We're here. I'm pretty sure she's up in that tower because I don't know why you guys, the best swordsmen in the <laughs> army, would be standing at this random tower in Dorne. So... I love how dedicated they were, though, to like that tower. They're like, hey, we're just here to like yeah. protect this tower. Like, no questions yep. asked. Like, we're the guards. Yeah. Come, come through us. Yeah, and um, they don't even like flinch when they hear that Rhaegar's dead. They're like, our our prince wanted us here, so like, is what it is. It's like, what does that matter? Like, <laughs> yeah, the orders right. are we are to guard this tower. And right, we're going to yeah. kill you. Yeah. But yeah, that was excellent scene. Um, Love it. Yep. That's, the other great- that's the, even though I said that I would like to see an animated Roberts Rebellion, I would <laughs> definitely take that guy playing Ned in a Roberts Rebellion live action thing because, dude, he. He's great, man. He looks like him. He talks like him. He moves like him. It's really eerie. Yeah. And I mean, even if like he was probably a little awkward and like probably not the main character of that story, because he wouldn't be. um, That's how that would be, because Ned during that time wasn't like this very like noble father figure. 
You know right. what I mean? So it makes sense that he would be this kind of awkward, like side character. Yeah. Um, that it was just so well done. And, you know, even, even more upon that, right. Cause we get that flashback, which is so critical to kind of like some backstory there. We get also these scenes of Winterfell, like back in the day where we get just like young, all these characters we haven't really talked about in seasons. Um, and brands like really infatuated with the fact that like, obviously he, he can't walk like his life kind of sucks. And all of a sudden he can like walk around and he's, he's like home. having this genuine like yeah. smile that he's just like witnessing like his, his, his elders, his family, his home, just like in this very like nice time, his right? Todor. Seemingly nice time. So he has a big case of the member berries. Um, yeah and <laughs> all of this he's like yeah. you remember i remember yeah um I, yeah i love the scene it's it's just more threading of this liana storyline a little bit here uh, i do really like that we see young ned and young benjen kind of uh training yep. and one of the lines that ned says to benjen is keep your shield up or i'll ring your head like a bell and I think it's really cool that I think it was like third season. He said, uh, yeah, John Snow said the same familiar. thing to Ollie. Yep. Same exact line. So I think that's super cool that just a random, like that's forgettable nice. line that you wouldn't even yeah. think twice about, but he got it from his father, which is so cool. Yep. That's the other thing. I, I always, I'm coming away from this rewatch. I'm like, there's all these like one off lines where I'm like, wow, they are just super like, alluding to like something that's about to happen and i don't know like it's almost like there's no way they intentionally did that but like yeah does it make yeah. sense in hindsight because i know what's gonna happen right or is it that well crafted right i don't know yeah but i don't know either there's so many times there's so i'm like wow that's that's awkward because that's yeah. about to like be real just like the whole like bloody wedding at least like when the hounds is like i get you to your brother's bloody wedding it's like yeah eh. like that one was intentional <laughs> but there's right. so many like that right <laughs> Um, yeah and uh i also really like that they use the and i i think mike really likes this they use the title of the episode like several times throughout this uh home is the title of the episode when he pulls bran out of the vision he's like i wasn't wherever i was home uh and then i think theon says it later too like i'm gonna go home or something yep. ridiculous so just little things like that dude that you pick up after <laughs> watching the show for the sixth time in a row so <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. The flashback scene's super cool. Uh, couldn't agree more with the Ned Stark stuff. Uh, I thought it too was very uncanny how similar he looks to Sean Bean. Yeah, <laughs> it's like insane. Um, but I think my favorite part of these flashbacks is the the Hodor stuff. Like, yeah, so cool and like so Sad. heartbreaking. <laughs> um. Yeah, we don't have to get to that part yet, unless no, that's where we're I mean, going. we that's can, where yeah, that's where forward. we're going next, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, like, so Bran running up to young Ned on the steps and yelling out father and thinking that he can hear him alludes to what happens with the Night King grabbing Bran's arm in this vision mm-hmm. and then being able to find where they are like outside of the vision in the, the quote unquote, like real world. Uh, And then you see that more uh, in the, the final, well, at this point, final scene of Hodor, like 
with um <clears throat> I forget the the girl's name that's parting off Brent Lyra's like you know yelling hold the door and you see young Hodor like start to have like a seizure and he's just screaming hold the door and it eventually morphs into Hodor and yep. then so like this whole circular time thing like Nick's saying like that happening at the the root of the tree and Hodor like dying hearing hold the door yelled affects him as a younger person and makes him only be able to say Hodor Hodor yeah. it's like that was so cool i loved yeah. it and I was, it was so sad too <laughs> yeah it's really it's a really sad scene uh, i i love that episode because i as you can tell i'm a freaking night king fanboy over here so any 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 scene i get with him i love this sequence this dream sequence where he's like walking through all the the horde i love the freaking horses dude i think they're so freaking cool that they're dead horses and they're like all yeah. bony I, I i love it uh i love um what I thought was like really shocking the first time that I watched this was how quick these people found them at this tree after this all happened. Cause it's like, yeah. you don't know in universe. Yeah. You don't know in universe how long it takes. It literally takes like two scenes in the, in the episode, but it like, I just love the whole finding out that they're there. Like they, they see the breath on Hodor. She realizes it runs mm -hmm. out. Um, and then they're like all up on the mountain and stuff. The music's freaking awesome. Yeah. I love that they walk through the ring of fire, like with no effort whatsoever. Yeah. It just puts it just, it all out. They're, they're, they're chill. Like, yeah, they're so cool. They walk yeah. through it. So cool. I, and that's, I do that, love that's back from, from, uh, from hard home, hard home. Yeah. yeah. Cause he just walks through the fire. Yep. It's true. Uh, I love uh, in the sequence when they all notice Bran and like yeah. turn and look at him and like yeah, oh geez <laughs> oh, this yeah. is not cool this is yeah, not good <laughs> he's playing the whole cool like you know memory time traveler where he's like oh i can just kind of walk around and just observe these like past sequences but like on a second watch i'm like oh my god this is so creepy because yeah, like man. i know they know he's here right. and then they just all see him like oh my god does yeah. he do does does he like do anything that causes that or they just know they he's just there know. and i think the, they just the night know. king yeah. just is probably because like, Dude, I know you're here, and then everyone's like, "Oh yeah." They I are think like that, a hive mind. So once the yeah. Night King knows he's there, they all kind of like know he's there. It's yep. kind of kind of how that I perceive that. Yeah, that's how that's how I took it too. Um, I also really like just how they they remind me. I don't know if you guys have seen World War Z, the zombies in that, mm -hmm. how they're like crawling on the freaking walls and stuff. Like I just yeah. I, I like fast, creepy crawling zombies. You know what I mean? I don't like the like Night of the Living Dead. If they would have made them like those, I would I would have hated it. But I just love watching them like go Hot up take. over the tree and stuff. Hot take. Uh, my um, big hang up though with this whole brand storyline, aesthetically at least, is the Children of the Forest redesign that we get. I I think the original design of the Children of the Forest from season four, I think, when Brand gets to the tree, the little girl. I think that is what they should have stuck with. I don't know what the hell they were thinking with these green alien looking <laughs> children in the forest. I don't even remember, man. I yeah, you I have to look that up. What, yeah, you, what season it's four was. the it's the scene where they're running to the tree and Jojen gets stabbed over and over with the zombie, and there's that like little oh, yeah. blonde girl. Um, the zombie so, just like yeah, yeah, yeah. So I uh, 
I, I wish they would have stuck with that. I just don't like the design of these new children in the forest. I don't know. It looks like something from, I don't know, Battlestar Galactica or some ridiculous <laughs> crap, you know? <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, the whole Earth door... 2. Have you guys ever watched the show Earth 2? No. It's no, like but I, I'm looking at the picture of, of the girl from season four, and yeah, it looks way cooler. Yeah, they sh- definitely should have stuck with that. I think that's just like... Well, they're all children, technically. So I was just going to say, you think that's just like a young version? Maybe. Yeah, could be. Could be. And then she turns into this weird, like... This weird alien creep. <laughs> yeah. So can we talk about the creation of the White Walkers? Yes. Does please. that ever get revisited? Yeah. And touched on? Let's talk about it. Yeah. So in the in the... In the lore, a little bit expanded, but also they show very well in here. So do you want to know about that? Is that what you're asking? Yes. So essentially, <laughs> the first men came over across the narrow sea and they're like, hey, this place looks nice. We're going to cut down all these trees. And the children of the forest were like, nah, don't do that. Lots of war, lots of fighting. So the children of the forest created the White Walkers to basically use the men's the first men's numbers against them because they're like oh we can just turn them into something that kills themselves perfect um that's where it kind of got out of hand basically the children of the forest were like whoops whoops that escalated quickly (laughs) (laughs) um classic like unleash the plague upon the planet um dude honestly that reminds me like uh one time when i was uh you know first living out on my own ran out of dishwasher soap okay whoa put put dish soap in the dishwasher oh yeah poor choice (laughs) that is literally real life what happened with the 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 children of the forest (laughs) and the white walkers because i walked back into my kitchen and there is soap they put dawn in the dishwasher is what they did the blue connects to like they put dawn in the dishwasher and they went whoopsie so that kind of divulges into the fact that the first men and then the children of forest kind of like teamed up and they were able to defeat them and cast them back into like nothingness so the idea here is that the children of the forest have kind of dwindled and become myth men no longer acknowledge that any of this was real. Now the white walkers are back and nothing can really stop them. And that kind of sets the stage for where we're currently at. Um, but right. yeah, basically the white walkers were a deterrent in, in the war between the, the first men and the children. Yes. Yeah, it was Does there. It, it was there. Like how exactly they created them other than just stabbing them it was a spell obsidian it's a yeah it's a spell with the dragon glass being plunged into the heart and we see we hear a little bit more of that at the end of the hodor stuff when we see another character that we probably totally forgot about come back in dungeon and uh not sure really what's going on there he was like he's like can't remember yeah he's like half dead but they said that they stopped the the magic from taking hold by plunging dragon glass into his heart. So he's like yeah. half white Walker. Yeah. Half... Cause where, where were they going where he was like, yeah, I just I, like the dead can't go 
there. Oh, the uh, wall. The wall. It yeah. has like the the magic yep. that prevents the the dead. And he's like, yeah, I literally can't go. Sorry. Right. Bro. Yeah. Sorry, bro. <laughs> I'm just gonna leave you by this tree. Just can't go with you. Yeah. Sorry. Trip balls a little bit more. I gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> he has uh, a very intense forehead. Benjamin. Yes. Like he's got yeah. like one of the most intense foreheads I've ever seen on a human. Yeah. I think. As soon as I saw this, yeah, like, oh, you were like, like hey, okay. Benjamin. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's only so many like half living people that could be up north of the wall. At this right. Point. Also true. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. And, so, and it doesn't, you know, help that the, the, uh, like pre episode catch up is like, Here's some Benjamin yeah, seasons. Yeah, he hasn't yeah, been around since help, season right? one. Hey yeah. guys, remember Benjamin from like twelve <laughs> seasons ago? Just remember that for let's put a pin in. Put that. a pin in that yeah. one. Yeah, <laughs> I there hate man. Like I understand the the pre episode catch ups, but I'm also like I don't watch them. Just don't do that, please. Because yeah. well, I think that I think the like when you're binging it, yes, we don't need that. Like correct, you don't need that. Give us the option to skip. I think they do give you the option to skip it, but. When when it's been literal years since you watched the first season, yeah, you probably that, forgot that Benjamin even existed. The, yeah, but then you see that and you're like, oh, yeah, you're Benjen gonna remember. Has to be coming, and it yeah, just gives you know. away the, the uh, epicness. The fact that it had been like probably five years since you last really cared about Benjamin, other than like Ollie being like your 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 uncle Benjamin's at the wall, come come to it and stab the shit out of you. Um. Yeah, I think that that's that's the other thing because they show Benjamin in the 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 catch up for that episode as well. So you're probably coming off yeah. like last time we saw this, you know, bad yeah, shit. You're happened. not you're not putting it together. Like <laughs> yeah. obviously, I think some like quick quick people would put it together, but yeah, definitely on a, on a binge rewatch, like just skip that crap. I always skip that crap. Not not the intro scene. Can't no, can't skip the title intro. title yeah. sequence. Can't can't skip can't it, do it. Um, yeah, because. Because the the imagery of River Run is just like too good. That castle is just too dope. Yeah. And when the Blackfish talks about that castle, fire. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but what a cool name, by the way, Blackfish. Blackfish. I love it's him. It's so man. funny. I wish we got that, more of him. So funny you say that's a cool name because the joke in universe is like that's a lame name. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it is. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. And I, I like it. Yeah. I like it. I, I wish cool. I had a cool name. Like, yeah. Just <laughs> showboysmedia.com, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Not the no, when the Blackfish does his histories and lore, the way he ends it, he ends it with a with the fact that he's like a fish pun. Um, it's it's <laughs> so good. Like he's just like he's like, jokes on you. You know, we're just throwing your trouts back at you or whatever. It's yeah. it's funny. It's it's great. He has That's a great, great histories and lore bit. Yeah. Um but I also I just want to quickly note on on the whole Hodor thing, the fact that Bran was there was why Hodor had a seizure. Because right. Bran was the connection between those two events. So if Bran wasn't like watching that, it wouldn't have happened. So like it's crazy like mental super trippy. Yeah. Super it's trippy. It's like some inception right shit. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the fruit future brand caused the thing that was happening to past, past brand and that, past, yeah, <laughs> because brand was also there, right? Young brand was, so yeah, yeah that's just yeah, it's tough. Time, time stuff is always interesting. Yeah, yeah. So, sure. but but it's well crafted there, um, and that's like the linkage there. So, Rip Hodor, really good scene though, and crazy build up on the rewatch, but on the first watch, like. 
it was just legendary. And that's kind of, I think, why everyone kind of cites like fifth fifth episode, like don't miss it. Um, yeah. Because on a first watch, when it first aired, it was pretty impactful because you're like, whoa, like mind yeah. bending. Um, it's super cool too, because like in his circle of time, like he fulfilled his purpose. Yes. Yeah. Like he hodored. But like the he purpose, so they could yep. get out of there. <laughs> yeah. But the also the purpose also caused his purpose. Like that's the yeah. weird thing. Like yeah. that's the circular thing. That's just like so mind effing is. It's crazy to think about. Yeah. Um, like what came? It's almost like chicken for the like chicken or the egg, which came first. Like Jesus. Yes. Like it's, it's right. hard to process. <laughs> um, but yeah. So yeah. So we get we we get a good healthy dose of brand this season, and I think finally right you know maybe this is where i wish i read the books and i would understand like was the series just leaving out some brand do they just like is this in the books and they just kind of like packed it in um because i'm sure there's a lot of overlap where cersei timeline trails off from the books but maybe brand is still on book right now um so that's what that was you can always go back and read them yeah i really want to it's so hard we're all like very anti-reading on this we are podcast. we are um if we, if we stopped the... and read anything we wouldn't have a show to like we wouldn't have anything to talk about we're right just, true we're sitting here talking about the book, book boys reading. yeah book boys. <laughs> true book boys i do want to get the I, I tried to listen to like i i love audiobooks but i have a big hang up with like voices of the audiobooks so mm-hmm. if it's not good i'm not going to be into it and i'm it's not good on the game of thrones one so i'm hoping <laughs> that somebody else Ooh, does right. them yeah. Um, I read or read. I listened to uh, the audiobook for World of Warcraft for the the book that was released in between um, Legion and whatever the previous yeah. one was. Uh, and it was a a dude who did it, but he also did the voice of Sylvanas. Oh, yeah. and <laughs> tried to talk like a girl <laughs> oh, the entire wow. time. I'm yeah. just like. No, can't uh, do it. I mean, yeah. he did a decent job, but I'm just like, I know that you are a man trying to talk like Sylvanas. Yeah, like, I'm like some of the st- got a chick or yes, something. Please, yeah. <laughs> some of the Star Wars ones are good with the different voices. Some some good. of the guys can do it really good. Yeah, but mm-hmm. Star Wars for really the most good. part, outside of Star Wars, just read me the freaking book. You don't need to do voices. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, I just want to not have to read. That's the yeah. goal. And you know? I think I, I I've seen clips of Andy Circus reading Lord of the Rings or The Hobbit yeah. or something. Yes. And that oh good. man, really good. so good. Yeah. Just get let him read any audiobook. Yeah. Like, I would take a... I would take Braun as well. He does like uh oh yeah. he does I told you like voiceovers for the call map. They're like stories that you listen to to go to sleep. He's got like mm-hmm. the perfect freaking voice. So if <laughs> they can get him to read those books, I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's what they should do. They should. I I would forego one of the seven spinoffs of Game of Thrones and just just pay all of these actors to come back and do their voices. Just the, audio yeah. book the book. Honestly, no. What would make the uh, this has turned into uh, theory crafting for Game of Thrones audiobooks? Um, yeah. <laughs> what they should do is either have Tyrion or Varys 
voice the books because they're like the storytellers yes in the show so it should be yeah. them like recanting the story of the game of thrones yeah, Mike's big brain down there yeah he is he's got all that space he's yeah just like <laughs> room room for ideas to, to <laughs> and and burps to like yeah <laughs> all right uh where do we want to head i do want to maybe go back a little bit because there is some stuff Unless you're saving it, remember, remember we're hanging, we're hanging on like threads here. So that's like that's what we're going on. So okay, if there's okay. a thread you want to follow, I think that's what it is. Not necessarily like okay, okay, episode wise. Okay, I just don't want to skip over the Bolton stuff. As long as we get to the Bolton stuff, it's no. I th- I think we can circle back to right. leading up to the Battle of the Bastards here. Yeah. Um, you take us wherever you want. Yeah. So so the Boltons, I think that that's a good place to kind of like pivot to. So where do you want to kind of start with them? Yeah, I just wanted to, uh, uh, because early in the season, we see um, kind of Ramsey become the Lord of, of Winterfell. And we kind so of. Good. Was so good. So good. Six or five. When he killed his father. Yep. Six. Very early. And yeah, it's like way, episode two. I couldn't tell who stabbed who. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm being serious because Great the reactions, on. like, I was who. just like, oh my gosh, did Ramsey just get stabbed? Yes. Yeah. And then I was like, Oh no, he stabbed his yeah. dad. No, yeah. <laughs> right. That's great that you had that reaction because it comes right off the the bat of the maester coming in and being like, yeah. "Your son's here," and I was like, "Oh, crap!" Very his true. dad just killed Ramsey because he doesn't need. He's got an heir because yeah. he has a son. He has an heir now, and then it. Yeah, this is then, why Mike's here for these like fresh so takes. I, yeah, I love even, it. I, I was deluded from that, but that's great. Yeah, because yeah, even Ramsey's facial expression is like that of shock even though he's doing the stabbing. So I, was right. like, I literally could not tell who got stabbed. <laughs> I was so confused. Episode seven of Star Wars, just like, who got stabbed who? Yeah. <laughs> who triggered the lightsaber? Yeah, I uh, yeah, I love this scene. It, it, it shows how freaking crazy uh, Ramsey is becoming, as if we didn't know that already. Right. Um, but I love the maester's reaction to the whole thing as he's trying to comprehend what just happened. I love right. the car Stark behind who's just rolling with the punches, like doesn't care, like yeah. just like doesn't you, even care. You heard your lord, or whatever. yeah, yeah. Be be <laughs> polite. You're talking to your lord. <laughs> um, well, and then I really, I really hate, but I like the the scene of the dogs tearing the uh, the mom and the baby up. Yeah, uh, I think that's like. Uh, just that chilling, that chilling line where she's like, "He's your brother," and he's like, "I prefer being an only child." I'm like, yeah. "Dude, wow!" Like the, he's just got, and we'll we'll talk about it when we get to Battle of the Bastards, and then we talked about it before. At least I have. They just have a, such a heightened horror element to them with the with everything going on in mm-hmm. in the in Winterfell, and it's nice because Winterfell used to be the good guys' home, and now we're with these horrific people. And it's yeah. just getting worse by the by the episode in this season. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we yeah, have a lot of, and... a lot of breakdown of the whole whole Ramsey thing, and he really him taking over. And that's also like another common theme in this season, um, because we see Ramsey become basically warden of the North, right? Main Bolton. The parallel to that is we get, we get Jamie being the main. Lannister like he is in charge of the entire Lannister army which is the most formidable in all of Westeros yeah um and you know the whole 
the whole River Run siege, like so many just like callbacks to like his father, right? Just oh yeah, for sure. Running the plays, not through force. Like he was like, "There's a there's a quippy way I can like settle this," yeah. and like yeah, well, it's just so good seeing Jamie. Literally morons. <laughs> yeah, 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 and that, and that's what that's what that's what his dad would have done like he's just walking around like everyone's just an idiot and james yep. is just like you guys are all just idiots like <laughs> yeah. i have cards to play and i'm gonna play them right. um and the same thing happens you know with ramsey kind of like really becoming this he's like i am the north kind of thing um short-lived obviously because we get to the battle of the bastards um but the way we build up to the battle of the bastards is really good because we get this kind of like struggle between John and Sansa where like even Littlefinger calls out Sansa's like, so why'd you lie to like John about, I think it was that, um, lie to John. Right. And like, she's kind of like getting at something, which is annoying because she's just not saying it. John's like very narrow minded because he's just like, it is what it is. And we get, we just have to do it. Um, he's kind of being naive in that situation. Um, and, and we have Ramsey kind of like following up on his previous tactics of like, dad, we just have to like go out and ride and fight them. Right. right. Where he would have won if he would have stayed in this castle. Yep. So there's just a lot of like follow up parallels that are happening from like previous things from season five um, that would have worked. But the Battle of the Bastards is really well done in terms of. John loses really the battle of the bastards. He loses it. Yeah. It's just like um, Tyrion at the battle of the Blackwater, Blackwater Bay. Mm-hmm. He loses that fight. Yeah. Luckily someone comes along and saves them. Um, right. Because someone exterior is plotting, planning has motives. Yeah. So I love the like recruitment process because yes. we get our, our favorite character, lady Mormont. Yes. <laughs> The little mean so lord, the as biggest it, as like uh, biggest eight year old boss I've ever seen. Yeah, in my life. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. She is uh she's great, dude. And I've like <laughs> literally been waiting to see her because I love every scene that she she's in. I just love that she's like this little girl and she's surrounded by these big burly men and they're all listening to her. It's just it's yeah. just it's super cool. I love it. Um, I I do I also like love how she's like yeah we'll support you. He's like, all right, how many men can we expect? She yeah, 67. 60, 67. Yeah, <laughs> but I do like, like that she's she says like we might have sixty seven, but they fight with the strength of ten mainlanders or whatever she says. Yeah. I thought it was cool. Um, yeah, I love that character. We get a better scene with her after after the battle, um, which we can break down more. But I do like the recruitment stuff where you're seeing. And I can't remember all their names, but basically everybody's turning John and, and Sansa away. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I I get John's idea of like, here, do, we just have to like, we don't have any other choice. We have the numbers that we have. We want our home back. We're trying to get our brother back. Yeah. But we don't have any other option. Like, what do you want to do? Like, yeah. and Sansa's like, we need more men. And he's like, where are you going to get them? Like right. we just talked to everybody in the north. They're both kind of dumb in that. Like, right. like she should just been like nice to the veil, and he would be yeah. like, "Oh, sweet, let's do that." Right. But yeah. then, there's just some weird like struggle that they're well, powering you know, through. Drama. Yeah, Which, that's that's what that I was getting at. I don't, sure. I don't get it. I think it's is that what it is a power thing. 
No, it's not a power thing. It's it's I think it's a confusion thing because John nice watch. He I think he knows like he's like, God, am I about to be like go from Lord Commander of like shithole to like king of the frickin north? Because we all know how that plays out. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then Sans is kind of very guarded, right? In terms of like, who can I trust? I can trust no one. And then right. there's like John, like, I do trust you, but I'm having issue giving into that. So yeah. I, I thought it, I think it makes sense why it just hindsight is arbitrarily just unnecessarily complicated there. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think from like a realistic empathetic perspective, like they're in tough situations, like within right. a season, they both kind of became like King and or queen of the North and everyone else is just kind of like out of the, out of the picture and the next thing on their horizon jamie and cersei (laughs) yeah and the next thing on their horizon is either fighting the white walkers that are coming from the north or dealing with all the assholes in the south yeah so i i think it's fair yeah i i I mean i get that i just don't get why like i get the Jon snow thing i think his mentality is that and he says it like we fought we've protected the wall against way worse than Ramsey Bolton. They don't have high numbers in the night's watch. It's discussed multiple times throughout the series that they are low in numbers. Mm -hmm. So I think it's a mentality of the night's watch where he's like, we have enough people. Let's just go do it. And we don't have a wall, but we don't have a wall. Yeah. With the giant, like cleaver. Right. Um, The wall scythe is just like OP. Like, like it's it's Rickon. I mean, that's the thing. Rick. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that's the thing that kind of confuses me a little bit about Sansa is like she knows like how messed up Ramsey is. And it's like, I know you want more numbers, but you literally lived this. Right. And he has your brother now. But right. at this point, like you just need to go get him because he's not gonna last. Yeah. Like for you sure. know exactly what And she brings do. up that that he is the true born male heir yeah. to the Stark family. But then she's like Man, let's let's wait. We don't. Yeah. We can't do this. Yeah, it's not the it's not the <laughs> John stuff. It's not the John stuff that I have an issue with. It's the Sansa not telling John that she has the the Knights of the mm-hmm. Vale. And now, granted, it makes for an awesome reveal in the episode, and that might just be the basis of, yeah. of why they did it. You gotta know have drama. I mean? Yeah, Hollywood. Gotta have the drama. I just don't. You know, it does line up with with Sansa, where she just sucks as a character and she just makes <laughs> weird freaking choices. So that's also true, but. You know, the battle itself was uh, pretty awesome. Oh, man. Giant pile um, bodies. And like, that's the back. Very, very 300 reminiscent where it's yeah. like just the, the pile of bodies and you can't back up any further and they got to climb up them. Very good. Yeah, um, the whole... Let's start about the, the let's talk about the start of it, though. Yes. Like, yes. What happened at the start? Well, you know. <laughs> All right. So you, you what, said what, that before. What, I... what happened at the you said that so you texted me before the, the before I watched the episode. So I was watching with your notes in mind. <laughs> and probably not as already seen the, the show. I mean not as know. an archer <laughs> and never have been in this situation. Would really weaving have helped when you have someone like gotta, Ramsey pulling yeah, the bow? I gotta be like, honest with you. I, I think that at least you guys can tell me differently. I think it's abundantly clear that he was purposely missing him up until that. Oh last yeah, no, era. no, no. That's a hundred percent. 
But at the same time, being someone who, well, not myself, I'm speaking as if I'm Rickon here. <laughs> being someone who has lived their entire life with people who shoot bows and arrows and probably having shot bows and arrows yourself, um, you have to think like, I mean, obviously he's in a ridiculously stressful situation. <laughs> so probably maybe not the clearest, you know, mind. Let me think this. about this before but I take a It's break. like, okay. Arrows don't travel at the speed of sound. You know, they're much slower than a bullet firing from a gun that he doesn't know exists now. Yeah. If you can hear the thwip of the arrow, like just Move. run a different way. True. Well, because the arrow is not, it's not a heat seeking arrow. It's not going to follow <laughs> it's you mul- if you run it's like multiple things. It's multiple things to go against your theory. A, Rickon was taken from Winterfell very, very young. So, no, he didn't. It's true. Live around people that shot bows. He probably didn't Very never shot a bow. Point. Very valid. Point. Um, this is the first time we're seeing him since he was like five, maybe even younger. I don't know how old he is in that in that first season. Five very young. Five or six. He's yeah. very young. So he's not he's been living on the run this entire time with the wildling girl. Uh, he, he's he not been living in a full yeah, circle. He, full circle, really. <laughs> um, I, I do like the buildup uh there though. Going back to the horror thing, this is why the burning upside down uh, played men like <laughs> dude, just su- such a horrifying image. Uh, I like their kind of standoff. I like the arrow thing. I like John running. It's all just super tense, yeah. dude. A super he, tense build up to goads them into it for sure. Yeah, and it's absolutely. exactly what what Sansa's like, dude. Don't do like, it. yeah, he, he's going to try to do this. Like, right. don't play his game. And what's John Daly? plays his game. plays it anyway That's what john does he plays the game and yeah. honestly and loses. <laughs> yeah honestly <laughs> leading leading up to the up to that you know when he's slow-mo pulling his sword off and you see the cavalry running i'm like dude are they really gonna freaking bring him back and kill him again like they're gonna yes. kill him right here like he's yes. he's done kill him uh so i love when the horses clash because a it's su- the the filming of it is a amazing it shows how hectic these battles must have been back then dude like it's just mass freaking chaos slamming into each other at like 40 miles an hour on horse they're just like like you just turn your head and you look a different way like oh something could come from this way to kill me something could come from this way to kill me it's all over geez like you just pick a direction you might be dying and then like you see the poor souls that are like i'm gonna save you and then like horse just runs them over yeah this is like just it's so cool to show like just how hectic the battles must have been in in these medieval fights back in the day and the the body thing i know a lot of people think that that is like way over the top that's actually pulled from a battle from history i can't remember the name of it the pile of bodies uh that they were fighting over so no it's not over the top there's like paintings of this battlefield that you can go look up bodies are thick um, and when they and it's like die where they, do they stack. go yeah in the middle of a battle like, yeah they're gonna stack up i mean i don't know like what's the unrealistic. NBA, like floor mobbers yeah. like coming up after <laughs> yeah. a free throw right time out time out <laughs> yeah. where are the bodies um but i, I do need a clear battlefield yeah i do also really like mike's point of the parallels in this where we see uh the stark army ready their arrows with davos in the back and then Ramsey ready them, and Davos is like, "Oh, we're we're just gonna kill our own guys. Just stand down." And then Ramsey just fires, doesn't yeah, even care. Doesn't care. So I love that parallel. I think in my mind, 
I don't know if this is true or if this was intended. I think he's purposely building that wall behind them of bodies. Like he's hitting the people in that mm-hmm. area to build that wall up for what comes later in the battle. Cause I don't know if he doesn't have enough shields to go around the entire circle or what. <laughs> um, but in my mind, like that's he just what he's doing. Dead bodies. Too. Yeah, yeah. He's just like, I need, I need to restock our, our wood cross like our wood yeah. x for the next battle right so we just need we need some bodies we need some bodies the flayers need need bodies to flay like right. we yeah. can't yeah. like they, exactly. they have to have jobs got yeah. job security um, yeah. so so then i also really really like the the claustrophobia stuff going on here and like this getting crushed dude yeah and like, like i was first i was like oh wow okay he's gonna get pummeled by a <laughs> galloping horse yeah and they're like okay survive that and i'm like oh wow this has got to be the lamest way to die yeah just it's just <laughs> under, just a, under a body so you're just right. betting on him dying again oh yeah i i honestly dude i i what the first time i watched this for sure i was like he's dead dude especially yeah, in that so in that cavalry thing i'm like this is the show to bring back a dead favorite character and then immediately kill him in the season again. Exactly. You know I mean, like this That's is the I show that would do it. Yeah. <laughs> I was nah. like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna attach myself to Jon Snow again. Right. <laughs> I learned that one time. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think, I think I've always been like camp, like, Oh dude's back. He He's bulletproof. Like, you, you, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Could be. So then I, I, I really like the, the circle of the shields. I, I think that, that was, was such cool. a cool and that, that, it's that weird. claustrophobia there where they're just like, Oh, 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 stab. Oh, 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 stab. Like, dude, this so, it, this is horrifying. My like I would gripe, hate. My only gripe is like, there's literally a giant in there and they're just poking him with sticks when he could just literally just be like, yeah, he was <laughs> yeah. though. He was. For like a second, well. and then he's like, "Ow, ow!" They're poking me with these well, splinters. Yeah, it hurts, oh, yeah. All right, Mike, you be the giant, and you yeah, you the be the giant. Thing. I'll get some toothpicks what? and I'll poke you, and you'll see if I'll see if you keep coming at me. <laughs> I mean, it's either get poked by toothpicks or die by toothpicks. I mean, I would get poked by a few to keep smacking. <laughs> right, you say that, around. yeah, or whatever. Um, so I uh, or just like jump up in the air and like belly flop on him and then just like roll around a little bit. Like, just come on, use your imagination. This is true. Like can giants not jump? Like, yeah, we don't ever should be able to do some crazy stuff like that. Like just like jump and just like body slam roll through the line. (laughs) Yeah. Should I guess he doesn't even have to jump. Just stop, drop and roll. It's just like Steve. Jon Snow's got a steamroller. Yeah. (laughs) Find, find the high ground. Listen to Obi. Okay. Yeah, and then just give old giant a push, let him gain some momentum. Yeah, this is true. Like the larger you are, do you lose your ability to be like Michael Jordan? I like, think he should have been able to yeah. jump off the body, the pile of bodies, and just like body slam. Yeah, in like Rikishi, Rake- <laughs> like Rikishi, just like WWE into, style. Yeah, yeah. just. Yeah. All right. Like I don't anyway, know the physics is, on that. Um, I mean, we're totally digress this entire conversation. Yeah, digress. <laughs> um. Yeah, so Battle of the Bastards is pretty crazy. Um, yeah, Mike, I want to know. Just like, kinda... did you, is this like one? Of, is this like a top episode for you? Battle of the Bastards. Sucked. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. Um, the the battle itself. Did you really cool, watch it on a phone? No, I was joking. <laughs> oh my god, dude! <laughs> I love that. 
his ex did <laughs> Neurosis. I knew he was wasn't. He was trolling you so hard. <laughs> Dude. You played it up. Yeah. You played it up well. Because it was like 11 about, o'clock at night. And yeah. you were like, oh, I'm in battle. I'm late in battle. Yeah, like, man, this battle is so awesome. I'm like, dude, I can hardly tell. It's so hard to make out on this <laughs> <Yeah>. tiny phone. <laughs> no, I was I like, dude, if you watch the Battle of the Bastards on a phone, I'm modding a Tamagotchi dude. and watching all of Mr. Robot. On I literally cried screen. laughing at the- <laughs> Yeah, It was so funny. <laughs> to, to the phone point, though. While I was flying, I watched the like first five ep four, maybe it was last season. Last season, I watched a ton of episodes on my phone. You get you get a lot still from it because like it's still right here, like, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. But honestly, there's like the three episodes per season that you should probably watch. It's not. TV. It's not the. It's not for me telling him to watch it on the TV. It's multiple things. It's not that you won't be able to see. It's just the epicness of it needs to be on the TV, especially Battle of the Bastards. But if you hold it right taking here, it, but hang on, hang on, hang on. Shove it in your <laughs> Oculus headset. <laughs> but taking taking his eyes off of work and putting it on Game of Thrones is really work. the goal. That's I, yeah, the show. but but this is the sh- but this is the show that if you're missing two percent of it, you're going to be missing a whole hell of a lot later on. You know what I mean? So Still you more need two percent. Yeah, you need to be. So that that's, that's the really the goal. Time. Yeah. Oh, show me the math. <laughs> show me the math. Um, but yeah, anyways, Ramsey, like we get the nice of the veil, who are awesome, especially if you listen to the histories and lores. Like these guys are like hard asses. They're from way back when. They're like the bloody gate protects us. They are like true and tried knights. Like these guys roll out hard in the paint. And then they back out when like, you know, things get things get hairy yeah (laughs) um but yeah so they roll through and i i I love how ramsey's just like hmm yeah this plan isn't working yeah yeah go back in the castle and he's like we can we can we can do a we can do a siege for for a long time giant just like yeah i love that i love Um, the i love the whole scene of of them taking off from the battlefield ramsey and his guys and then the giant john snow and Tormund running after them thought it was super cool very Uh, quick though like they got to the door really fast (laughs) yeah maybe they hopped on the giant's back and just rode him up there because he's got quite a he's got quite of a reach when he's running you know very good like big strides lord of the rings callback where you have like the giant um, John Snow and what's his name? Tormund. Tormund, like just like running, like yeah. solo, like after <laughs> yeah. Ramsey. Like I was like, that's just great. Like you yeah. got the three, got the three heroes just going after the bad guy. Yeah. Um. Uh, but yeah, I do love the that they're like he's like they don't have they don't have the numbers for the siege. The guy's like our army's gone, and he's like their army's gone as well. But then the giant, yeah, I love it. And just their just reactions. Like punches through the yeah. door. <laughs> yeah. And then gets the freaking spear in his hand and like pulls it up <laughs> out. To, I'm like, bro. So Hurts good. the hand. Dude, yeah. such a great tank. Can we just give it up? Yes. He took yes. those arrows like a beast. He did. Until he took one in the eye. In the oh. eye. Yeah. Right. That sucked. Big sad. And, and I mean, that was, that was a very good final showing from Ramsey where he's like, to the last end like he's just like we'll Still play this game yeah like he's and then even in the cell when uh sansa shows up because john obviously mercifully like doesn't just kill him like we you are captured yeah um, but sansa's like 
See, they don't really explain that. Like, does Sansa like say, "Hey, John, I'm gonna go like stake the dogs on him," or she's just like, "Screw you, John." I think. I, I think what agenda. it. I think what it was was. So the the lead up fight there, I I, I like between Ramsey and Snow because it's super tense as he's walking towards them shooting the arrows. I love that Ramsey's like, "You said one on one combat. I've reconsidered," and then yeah. just start shooting arrows at him. Um. But I think what it was was John saw Sansa and was like, she's probably going to want to do something with him. So maybe I should just back off. Shield, shield, and you do, shield. yeah, you do whatever you want with him. Uh, you know, he's yours. I knocked like all his teeth out and he's a little disoriented at this point. So I just can't <laughs> believe Ramsey didn't pull like a, a left fielder and like shoot for his like knee. Yeah. Oh, like, the knee. Right. <laughs> Well, that's the, that's the other thing too, because like if you look at the arrows going through the shield, like if he aims it where the arm would arm. be in the shield, yeah. like it's going straight through his arm, like it's oh, going that would hurt so bad, oh, dude. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the pain. He's just banking on not having lightning fast reflexes, which, right? I mean, to block an arrow from like ten feet away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Uh, it's both armor, easy yes. and hard, I imagine, because you're like, I know where this is going. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> But also, it's going to go right through my shield, right to my skull. Yeah. Shields out here. Um, yeah. That was pretty red, though. Um, so, yeah, and then, and then I like the 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 whole sequence uh, in the dog kennel. I thought it was very fitting and end for him. Again, one more horror sequence we get with the dog like sniffing him before he like bites him and stuff. I thought it was. That was well done. I, I, I wouldn't have personally killed Ramsey any other way because he's killed so many people with the with the dogs yeah, throughout the, the years. Uh, I think it was a very fitting end. And I love that he's like so cocky. He's like, they're not going to attack me. She's like, yeah. you haven't fed him in seven days. You said so yourself. Like, we thought this through, Ramsey. <laughs> yeah. So fitting end. I was yeah. so happy. Yeah. So happy. Almost as happy as when Joffrey died. Yeah. Did, you, did you like deny it at first? Like, oh, this isn't real, or were you like, oh yeah, this is it? No, this I I was like, this is it because so far everything up to this point in the season was like a this is it. Like, Jon Snow's back, great. Sansa and Snow are reunited, awesome. Like, it just we kept getting awesome things. I was like, yes, yeah. more awesome. This yeah. is great. So now that Ramsey is dead joffrey is dead where do they stack with each other who's worse uh definitely ramsey definitely but ramsey joffrey would have would have gotten to that point if he didn't die at the ripe young age of however, however old he was yeah true um was this the season of the i drink and i know things yes it is and uh nick is uh playing that part beautifully right now <laughs> <laughs> yes that's what made me think of that <laughs> i bought two bottles of this wine this time but Man, i gotta I'll, say also uh are we are we about wrapped up on the snow part i think so yeah yeah i don't know where sure. else the 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 interactions of Tyrion, uh masande and gray worm yeah oh, God. so funny like yeah for sure <laughs> like the drinking thing like he cannot comprehend that they don't drink yeah and then like the joke scene was hilarious too yeah <laughs> um, oddly enough and i think that's the magic of it is we get um we get so much like really most of the season danny is not with them right like she's gone the whole time 
whether she's on a mountain with uh, Drogon. Dra- what's what's the dragon's name? Drogon. Sure. Sounds um, good to me. Or she's like in the Dothraki, Kalasar city. Yeah, she's like trapped up in the the widow temple. The widow temple. Um, yeah. but we but they just allow like it's just so quickly. It it's just so cool because Tyrion is just such a pivotal character, and here he is just like flossing his skills, which he isn't like quite confident about. But Varys is like, dude, like you're the guy. You know what I mean? Like Varys is like the Tyrion coach. He's like, you got it. And Tyrion's just like, hmm, I kind of got it. And he's just like kind of trying to interact with these like very different people being Grey Worm and Melisandre um, and just really trying to run this city in complete laps of their queen. And that's like most of this season, really, because like she comes back and they're under siege and quickly divulging from that, like they're setting sail. But everything between that, it's yeah. just Tyrion in Marine with Grey Worm running the army and then um, his girlfriend. Is it Mel Sandre? I always no, want to. It's, it's, uh, that's not right. Um, that's more like the Red Woman. Yeah, that's Melisandre. That's the Red Woman. Uh, Masande. 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 Yeah. yeah. Right. Because that's it's how Grey Worm says it. Those, you know, very different and distinct. You know, distinctly unique sounding names, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, yeah I, uh, I, lo- I like the Tyrion stuff. It's funny because the the entire season is really a lot of this joking around stuff as shit's just falling apart in Marine around them. Like their ships are getting burnt. Uh, you know, then they get under siege. I do like when they bring the the slave lords or whatever they are in for the like talk. Mm-hmm. That's um, I, I completely. I think I it made a lot more sense on the second watch. Um, I've very much glazed over like the nuances to like all the inner happenings there because like Tyrion makes the deal with them right at the very, very early on. Right. And then what's happening through all this is they're breaking that deal. And then they like show up and they besiege Marine because they're like, right. Oh, we have the other two slaver based cities and they're just going to like, rip this one down and just yeah. retake everything. Um, so we get this, this it's this weird like combination of like Tyrion is playing the game, but he's also losing the game. Right. Yes. True. But ultimately Danny comes and kind of like course corrects the game. She's yeah, like, like, what? Yeah. <laughs> cause, cause she's, cause basically it's like in one light, it's like Tyrion, like, what are you doing? Like, you're not doing this well, but in another light, you're like, you're doing it. Okay. But let right. me just fix it. Yeah. And that's really what it, 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 it equates out to, um, because he's doing things properly. Right. Cause that's a difference from what we've normally seen from this entire side of the world. Yeah. Is well, that's the thing he's doing it properly. And if it were to be in Westeros, yeah. Like you can tell he doesn't understand these people quite yet, but he, he's like trying to 
apply all that he's learned through his experiences up to this point but it's it's not working because these aren't the same kind of people right it works and it doesn't work because you get like this part of the city where it's like everything's good like everything's technically working but you have these forces against you that are just like they don't care so like on paper they work and like kind of they did they do work marine like hit this like point of peace but then finally the slavers came and they're like we're just gonna lay seeds to it like screw this so it's like it works and it doesn't work. So it's this really cool setup to where you see Tyrion being the best culmination of everything he's learned. But Danny's also like, listen, I am I the breaker it. of chains. Yeah. <laughs> I will break these chains no matter what. Yeah. I just would like to know, like, during the siege of Marine, like what the people on the boats thought when they saw the dragon they were like wait a second you said that the dragon was gone that's why we're here and now all of a sudden she's here like yeah. that's got to be a horrifying sight to see a dragon yeah like that's what do you do at world. that point You're yeah just like uh turn your slow boat shooting? around yeah like we're not like <laughs> that's a good point because at some point you know like they told some sort of stupid like fluff lie where they're like oh yeah there's no dragons it's okay she's gone she's gone it's fine. Well, that's how I took them coming that when they make the deal originally, they saw that she wasn't there and the dragons were not there. You know what I mean? Yeah, so that's what sure. I thought was the tipping point of the invasion or the siege. Cause they're like, now's the perfect time. Cause these F 16s are gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, man, there's, there's a lot of cool stuff though, happening with Danny. Uh, you know, she gets, she got captured by, the um shoot i always forget what they're called dothraki. dothraki dothraki um and they you know they take her to their their call and so this is a cool concept that all the widows are like this these like kind of um oracles prophets yes, yeah. for them yeah. where they kind of really dictate it's a weird dichotomy to their culture where calls men fighters warriors like run the day-to-day but like on the macro level they're yeah. like they're, the they're women by the widows right the, the, yeah. the widows are like hey this is what the the general plan is yeah. yeah um and also it's worth noting and i think this is a little bit missed but they they do they do allude to it and this is like Khal drogo was not the end-all leader of all of the dothraki there is multiple calls at once happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I just feel like that's important to note because there is this like more granular culture with the Dothraki yeah. and like, but all he seems these, to like, be like respected enough though. Right. Oh yeah. Um, like he for sure was like, like probably like maybe the main one. Yeah. Yeah. But there's like all these random hordes that mm-hmm. are just kind of running about and they have their own little agendas and, plans but they kind of back up the whole idea of like the stallion that will mount the world right the one almost like the true the one dothraki that will right. rise um mm. so i like that they kind of like further reinforced this concept from like three seasons ago yeah um, that was supposed to be her son um the stallion that would mount the world so i also love how she just like does not allude to knowing anything about Dothraki until she gets in front of the cow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that. 
it's just I, like it, it makes for great scenes throughout the series because they're talking shit behind her back and she knows yeah. everything that they're saying yeah. so so i love that um it's the idea that she's always underestimated like from yeah, the beginning of the se- from the beginning of the series yeah. to the end like people underestimate her absolutely yeah and that's why mike thinks she's gonna like end up on the iron throne yeah yeah <laughs> um <laughs> We'll save that conversation for later. Literally, um, <laughs> later. Yeah, literally, in in two more episodes. Uh, no, I, I I like the the temple. Um, I like how again, like, <laughs> Danny just destroys the the call and like all of his henchmen. And walks again out of the blazing building and basically yeah. just like mesmerizes the Dothraki into being like, it's also, you know, keeping in tune with the parallel thing. It's like similar to the Night's Watch and seeing and wildlings seeing John Crow come back to life. And they're like, oh my God. John yeah. What? John, did I say John Crow? John Crow. It, it, it works because say John he was so. a crow. He's yeah. a crow. He's a crow. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, I guess that's a. Yeah, you did it on purpose. Error. Totally. Um, <laughs> but it's just like mesmerizing and like captivating these people who like all of a sudden are like, this person must be like a deity of some sort. Mm-hmm. Like this guy literally came back from the dead. This lady has walked out of like uh, complete, mm-hmm. you know, engulfment of flames, like yeah. untouched. Like yeah. this is crazy, and so like of course all the Dothraki are like, oh yeah, we'll we'll come with you. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I just that that whole scene where she's in the the hut and they're like telling her what they're gonna do to her, and she's like, yeah, yeah, I'm just not, gonna literally gonna burn this place to the ground. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a better idea. Yeah. Yeah, and in between all that, you get like the you know we get the we got her lover and Jora just kind of like duking it out for like you know that that's another comment like thing in the season where like what's his name her lover whatever um, uh, I have no idea Dario Dario. Dario he's just like on this mission to be like I don't care I don't have to be married to you but like I'm the guy. Yeah, like, yeah. You're sleeping with me, and, and like, then like rubbing it in Jorah's face. Yeah, rubbing right. it, like you're <laughs> old, you're never gonna be me. Yeah, um, yeah. that's just like a fun like side quest on yeah. top of like the side plot that Jorah has the grayscale like Chad. Um, yeah. yeah. How, how's that come along, Chad? It's great. It's great. I think it's healing. It's 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 better. Although grayscale, I think in one of those lore and uh, lore videos, they say that it like fries the nerve ending, so there's no pain. I had a tremendous amount of fucking pain. So <laughs> let me tell you, wish I had grayscale because I was not having a good time over here. You're like reading the extended histories and lore yeah. of grayscale. You're like, like this is definitely totally not jealous. What I have I feel yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel everything. Um. Yeah, so that was that was that was a fun side yeah. plot. That's just always entertaining, and I feel like they they were they're obligated to kind of follow that along because yeah. Jorah's been a big part of the whole police yeah, for sure. Thing. And I do like um, that she, after everything pans out, she finally I think is ready to take him back, but not quite yet. Where she's like, "Hey, don't walk away from your queen." You know, yeah. You you said to follow. You'd always follow me, but I need you to go do this. Like, 
impossible task that everybody thinks is impossible real quick before you can yeah. come back. And then you can come back. So I, I, I take, I, I don't know how to take it. Like, is she trusting him or is she sending him on this journey? She doesn't think he's ever going to complete and come back. I think she's truly like torn. Yeah. Like, mm. like I think she like, like friend zone loves him, like admires his admiration for her. And right. like, he's clearly very loyal because he won't just stop. Right. Um, but she also has ends to which she must meet. So he's a good candidate for that. Yeah. I took it as definitely, she's, I mean, definitely friend zoned, but like she needs him because he gives sage advice. And I think at this point, like, you know, this is the third time he's come back to save her after being banished or whatever. Um, so I think now she finally gets it that like, like he was telling the truth when he, I mean, yeah, he was sent to like spy on her, but he like literally had a change of heart and right. like wants to help her succeed. Yeah. Uh, and now she finally realizes that, but then she also realized that he has like this fatal uncurable disease. So right. she's like, I really do need you, but like, not with that crap to be like <laughs> of service to me. <laughs> like you need to be alive. So right. Go fix it's just that. tough because in the universe, everything that we know about grayscale, including a lot of stuff that we get in the lore stuff, it's it's incurable. Like the mm -hmm. the stone men that we saw in Valyria, that's what happens. Yeah. So it's like she has to know that. Right. So she so she just like sending him off to die happy, like he thinks he's going <laughs> to come back and and, uh, and you know serve her. So. True. Um, I will say, so I did have two points, but we just talked about one. So I have one point now. Um, I am a huge fan of the recast now. Like at first I was annoyed mm -hmm. that they just straight up recast Dario. this character. Yeah. Um, but man, I love this actor. Like, he's yeah, he's great. He's so good. He was awesome in the, the Hill House and Haunting of Hill whatever House, yeah. the other series on, on Netflix. But like he was also in. Um, he reminds me of Hector from Troy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot. I've seen that show. Yeah. Troy. Um, yeah. The movie with Brad. Pitt. You've never seen? Oh no, Troy. no, no. Uh, also, never seen that. But isn't there a <laughs> show? Isn't Whoa. there a show called? There okay. is a show. Troy. Troy? Yeah. I yeah, gotta go. Troy. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. No, he's. Um, <laughs> ah, nice. I made Nick leave. Made play. Nick leave finally. Um, no, he's in. Uh, the the flight attendant on HBO Max and his character. Oh yeah, yeah, show. he's the one that gets murdered. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's he's like very similar in nature of like yes. being that witty, like charming yeah. character. Uh, so seeing him in that role in Game of Thrones, it's like a perfect fit. Yeah, and, I think he's I great, him. man. I I I was definitely annoyed to begin with, um, because they, I don't know, they just. I know that they're not going to tell you like, Hey, we recast this dude before the episode starts, but you don't even know. Look, cause he was such a minor character, that first mm -hmm. actor that when you get, it's almost like a new character, but it's not because yeah. it's a totally different actor. He looks different. And I love the fact that the, the original actor like doesn't even know why they, they <laughs> didn't call him back. Cause that guy, that yeah. guy plays the villain in Deadpool two. He's a big actor too. So he's not, yeah. or I'm sorry, Deadpool one, not Deadpool two. Um, so he's a it's big like, actor wow. too. Josh Brolin was in uh <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh I'm not gonna bring Nick back in. I'm gonna make him shamelessly bring himself back in. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe we haven't seen Troy. There's just no yeah. way. That's that's a bit that's a big 
That's a big issue. I mean, I hadn't seen Game of Thrones, so how have you also not true. seen Troy though? Troy is like a two and a half hour epic that is just like pivotal. Yeah, uh, I guess anything. I have something else to watch added yeah. to the backlog. Oh <laughs> I can't process this right now. Um, but yeah, so so where do we go here from, from right. Danny's? So given where we're at in terms oh, of the time of this, we got to talk about Theon and his sister. Because they Man, screw they them. join forces with Danny. Yeah. So they quick bring recap the ships of that. that they need. Yeah, their uncle comes back, kills their dad, and that dude's a douchebag, and he's just like, "I'm the Salt King" or whatever. Yeah, and... I do. I do want to <laughs> just stop you right there because, like, when he kills him on that bridge. Is he like going to bed? Is like that his path to go to sleep? <laughs> That's what I was that thinking. Freaking I was miserable like, bridge. This seems like such a regular occurrence to him. Like I just yeah. need to get across this rickety. Yeah, it's bridge. only like a, a basically a tropical storm outside yeah. too. By the way, <laughs> right? Yeah, and 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 douchebag happens to be on the right side of the bridge. Like, how yeah. did he? He had to have walked through the throne room. Then across the shitty bridge to like <laughs> yeah the more <laughs> then hang out area. on the bridge right and then confront his confront his brother and be like bro you're old I'm gonna kill you yeah yeah <laughs> I do um, I do really like that storyline though because the it, it really brought together the dead may never die or whatever they say yes. when they're drowning them but when they I thought it was so cool I don't know if you guys picked up on that oh yeah like literally drowning them and then just waiting to see if they come back to life and if <laughs> yeah. they do they're they're like good to go yeah like Woo-hoo. so I I like that, that dead will never die because they yeah didn't die so I that was like, cool I like that Theon is like becoming a human again slowly yes well I, I I don't know if he's a maester, but I do like their like priest, right? That does yeah, the, the ceremony. I, I was wondering that too because I even brought that up because it, he's, got, he's like, wearing shells. Yeah, he's got like instead shells like a instead of chains. chains. Yeah. yeah, so I don't know if okay. he is the maester. He, maybe if, he's like some like offshoot maester where he's like, screw those guys. Those guys are dweebs. Yeah, um, I'm. I'm. I, I. I worship the drowned god. Like yeah. I'm legit. I'm a yeah. mermaid. Um, <laughs> Merman. So merman. So I, I think he's cool just because like he's this like real hardline character where it's like drown god, salt god, whatever. Um mm-hmm. so salt throne. <laughs> and he's just kind of like, I'm gonna drown you, and hey, whatever happens, happen. You breathe, yeah. you don't breathe. Like I love that. Yeah. I'm I'm here for the party. Um right. that's that character. So yeah, I mean they're really kind of bottled up, like really him and his sister are like two peas in a pot at this point he's just like i have no cock and balls you're the one that should (laughs) roll um and literally and figuratively yeah out of the blue though i mean euron he's legit like he's seen some shit like they thought he was dead he's been out in the world he's seen all this crazy stuff and i also like that the that balon says like i heard that you went crazy on one of your ships in the middle of the storm and they had to like tie you up to stop you from jumping overboard he's like what kind of ironborn goes crazy in a storm so i i I wish we got more of that like i would like to know like what the hell happened there like he just lost his mind and now he's he's like back to reclaim his throne i i don't know i just thought it was a cool little story that i wish we got more Dude, they're like you could do so much just with each little like settlement 
yeah like spinoff wise right yeah there are so many things to explore in all these areas yeah and and the cool thing um obviously so like his plan is to pledge his navy to daenerys and support them and marry her get on the iron throne and give her his big you know that's my plan but his nephew and niece like jumped the gun and they're like, we're just going to go steal all the boats, which was crazy. They left with like 20 people and they stole like a hundred ships Yeah, and, dude. Yeah. and took them to Daenerys, tug, which tug was boats. Wild. Some of them are tugboats. Apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly big um, sales. <laughs> so that was a little weird, but um, all of a sudden, like they brought a hundred ships to Daenerys and they were like, Hey, FYI, that was a cool scene where we get a little bit of like, like lesbian action where it's like, Hey, you know what I mean? Like I'm down with that. I'm like, down. Yeah. Like, I'm down for me. anything. Yeah. Um, it's so, like, that was funny. Good, yeah. good play on her character because like, that's totally what she would do. Um, cause we've already established that like she likes chicks when they were, w- weren't they at the same place that Tyrion was at where he got kidnapped? Oh, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they I, were. I, I swear yeah. it's the same like yeah, could boardwalk be. bridge like. Yeah, area, you might be right. Yeah. Um, but Tyrion was at. So. That's cool. And there's all that. But I like how this season. Without Mike knowing is setting up a lot of characters that are important. Yeah. And like season seven. Yep. Especially when we talk about like Sam, because Sam finally makes it to, um, what is Old it? Town. Old Town, Old yep. Town, and we get to see the Great Maester's Library, and we get all that jazz. Yeah, that but that that whole sequence is is super cool. A Old Town is awesome looking. I love that when you first see it, you see all the white pigeons flying out. We learn later in the episode that that's signifying that that summer's coming to an end when i love how here. john was just like that's cute we yeah. know <laughs> yeah father al- father clearly... always promised yeah yeah um, um but yeah i love old town i love the library super freaking cool looking dude i want to know what the thing's spinning because that's the thing at the beginning of the episode spinning the the intro sequence for all the episodes that spinning thing is whatever is spinning on the ceiling in the citadel and it's also an elden ring too i don't know what the hell those things are <laughs> they're, they're something they're like mobiles that like simulate like solar systems and like goofy yeah. stuff like that yeah i don't um, know there's obviously some sort of historical reason for them <laughs> i don't yeah. know what they are but like leading up to all that like we get this great introduction of like we see sam's father finally who is yes. just like he lives up to the douchebaggery that what, like oh man like, this wasn't just Sam saying like, "Oh, my dad sucks." Like, yeah, mean. like no, yeah. like his dad exactly. sucks, and he's kind of yeah. like mean. Um, I I got to be honest though, he he is a dick, uh, but I love that character and I love that whole dinner <laughs> sequence. It's if so you good, listen dude. to the history and lore, it's like you love that character so much more because you're like, this dude is hard ass. Oh, his yeah. whole his whole bit is just like, I'm in charge of this family. And like, I need an heir to success me and like fat, chubby, read books. Sam is Sam is yeah. not the guy. Yeah. Like whatever I need to do to make him not my like firstborn, I'm going to do that. Yeah. And I don't care if people call me mean or like ruthless. So 
Yeah, I like I, I really like that dinner scene, man. Like it's just very tense. You can tell really how uncomfortable it is for Sam the entire time as he's his just mother, like cowered over. Yeah. His mother knows it, like just the typical mother figure, like, oh god, this isn't gonna be a good dinner. Like <laughs> right? everyone's yeah. just nice and like yeah. no one argues. Um but yeah, there you know, we get that bit, which is great. A little bit of Sam, because we got the Sam. Like he's going to be a maester and like he needs to help Jon Snow eventually. Um, and the crazy thing is like Jon Snow dies and comes back to life and Sam never and then almost it. dies and again no and almost yeah. dies again. <laughs> yep. Um so that yeah, there there's all that bit. Yeah. Um and I really like the the like secretary maester when they, oh, when yeah. they walk like he's a great dude. <laughs> so he's on the spectrum. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, he's like, I didn't get a raven about this. What's happening? Right. <laughs> he's just utterly confused. And then that when they go around the this corner, this is irregular. He's like, yeah, this is irregular. I love that. that's that's like the best lie, dude. This is irregular. But like, yeah, like what you're talking about though, and Sam's like, Sorry, yeah, yeah, Billy, I, yeah. I, I've been waiting literally my whole life to see this library. So right. it sucks to suck, but you yeah. can't come. <laughs> he's just like beast. Um, I do. I, I, yeah, I love the whole reveal of the library. It's as epic as it's been told in yeah. all the episodes. Uh, we do need to point out that Sam took the Valerian steel Heart's sword, Heartsbane, which is so, a badass, dude, badass the names name. of the swords in this series. Yeah, so awesome, so good. Uh, and that's that's very important because there's not that is a very highly sought after sword it's not like you just took some regular old that's a valerian steel sword so that's that's a big deal um and i think it looks badass too and then well, heartsbane like such a cool freaking name dude yeah and that's the other thing is in the history and lore it's like his dad gives such a great deposition of like what's happening with like their family their family he explicitly says like he and he does not give a shit he's like our family unlike all the other ship shit houses like we don't breed kings we breed soldiers right and we fight for like the king we serve yeah and like he just delivers it in such an intense way it's i have to go back because i didn't watch the the season six one again uh leading up to this it's so good because like he just frames their family so hardcore because he's like we don't if it's the tallies or like the um tyrells like even the Mad King, he's like, we delivered Robert Baratheon his only loss. Yeah, like, yeah. No kings, soldiers out of this yeah. house, and yeah, that's why cool. he is so displeased with his son, Sam. Sam, yeah, because he is not a soldier, right? Not and at all. Once again, we deliver this character who like sucks, but like his point of view, completely valid. Like you get yeah. it, like. He sees a son to lead this family who just breeds soldiers. And Sam is not that. Like, he likes to read books. Like, he's a nerd. Um, yeah. <laughs> he likes to read about Dragon Class and, like, White Walker. Right. Um, so, so yeah. You kind of feel a little bit of pity for his dad. Um, not much, though. Let's be not much. Not much. Like, dude's kind of a dick. Yeah. Um, <laughs> All right. That leaves us with so, uh, one more thing, I think. Yeah. Two more things. Well, like, okay, one and a half. One and a half. So, like, yeah. let's touch on Arya real quick. We get oh, a yeah, lot yeah. of really good meta, meta coverage here of the Song of Fire and Ice from the the play, right? Yes. That we get redone. Yeah. And 
that's just a, a fun little subplot here where Arya is supposed to kill once again she's supposed to kill someone she refuses to kill this person because she's genuinely just a good person like screw the god of death and whatever he is called the, the many faced god like screw yeah. him like why would I kill her she's like a badass bitch and then Arya's <laughs> like I'm not killing her. Like clearly this other like evil sour one is like the one that yeah. should die. Right. Yeah, the only reason is so like the younger actress can take her place basically. Yeah. She's like, oh no. Yeah. She's like, no yeah. for that. Yeah. Right. Thanks, no sense. Get good, bro. Um, <laughs> get good, bro. <laughs> and and when we get we get the worst acting and character performance of the entire series. Yes. mixed in with this which before is before we get into that though can i just say something about the play yeah. and how everyone uh like views the northerners yes. <laughs> yeah yeah i Ned feel Stark personally attacked by that because <laughs> right I, we're from ohio and generally uh i feel like that's the america's opinion of ohioans yeah, for sure yeah. and so i'm just like wow i can really relate with the starks here and also this kind of infuriates me a little bit because yeah that's exactly what like californians think about ohio oh absolutely so... guarantee it that's hilarious that's a good take yeah. anyways continue on no i mean yeah so like we get all this like really meta exposition on like the show we've been watching and the 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 basis of this play is joffrey dying cersei there and i love the fact that Arya gives advice to the main actress and yeah. is like she would like you're doing great but she would be infuriated that her like son just got murdered right and like then she plays it and it's just it just speaks so well to like what's actually happening in the show. Yeah, and really I just book. I just yeah. think it, it's just such a fun addition, right, to a storyline that otherwise has like not a lot of connection to the rest of the show. True. Yeah. We have this meta deposition of this play that is how people in Bravos interpret this information from over the narrow sea all these crazy events. This is like us, like having a, a Broadway show about some stuff that's happening in Europe, like the yeah. war in Ukraine. Like we're just right. kind of like making yeah. it characterized. Yeah. And it's just so good. And it's Arya kinda... gives his advice to her. And Arya's like, once again, investing herself in this, just like she did with the, 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 the ship guy who would bet on people's ability to survive their voyages. She's investing herself in this like more nuanced nature of people versus the, the many faced God is just like, Hey, you paid the fee. You got to kill the person. Um, She's just like, it's not that simple. Right. Yeah. Uh, I do love how, like after you said that it's um, the play is just like basically uh, a meta dump of what's going on in like Cersei's upcoming you know transformation and actions it reminds me a lot of uh Ari Aster and what he does in like Hereditary and uh the movie Midsummer. I don't know if he I, I doubt either of you have seen Midsummer. um 
But there's a scene in the very beginning of the movie where like the camera is panning across artwork uh, made by this basically cult that they visit. And it literally is a storyboard of everything that's going to happen in the movie. Oh, really? That's cool. Yeah. So it's like and he does something similar in Hereditary, but like that's what's happening with the play here. And like with, mm-hmm. with Arya being like, no, Cersei would be pretty pissed actually. Like, yeah, she'd be <laughs> sad, but that would quickly turn to anger. Um, and so like, as the actress does that in the play, then Cersei gets like real angry <laughs> and does things yeah. in King's Lighting. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. If you ever watch Midsummer, um, or hereditary, like, pay attention in the beginning of the movie at some of the visuals and and things happening uh and it basically tells you everything that's going to happen in the movie <laughs> fire uh, it's pretty cool yeah i always like stuff like that where it's just like and this is this show like psycho watch so many things are blatantly obvious mm-hmm. um yeah. how things are going to pan out mm-hmm. and that's what chad and i talk about in text all the time um that's a tip to you mike so Last little thread here is kind of a big one, but yeah, <laughs> smooth transition there. You know, what's Cersei up to in King's Landing? Oh, you know, she's just being my whoa, whoa, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> no, 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 no. We skipped oh. over the most hated character for me in this. Yeah, obviously, that's that's where we're about to go. go into that. So, go ahead. Yeah, so, anyways, the worst character is this many faced god worshiper. Who just sucks. The other like, her character girl. sucks. Yeah. The actor sucks. Like everything about her sucks. Except for the fact that she's maybe making Arya stronger. That's the only like light at the tunnel I can see. But like yeah. she sucks. Ugh, like all dude, around. It's like every time she's on the screen, I just roll my eyes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so hard. Even 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 our, our boy, whatever his face name is. Like he rolls his eyes at her, like he's just like, "Oh, you're maybe right, but like, let's just like keep Arya." Yeah, can you uh, can you tone it down a little? Yeah, bit? can you chill a little bit? <laughs> but, but even till the end, like he ultimately is like, you know what? Thumbs up, like the thumbs up kid meme. Like he's just like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, he totally does. Yeah, he totally just gives her the thumbs up, and like that's the, that's basically the last we see of him. Arya like ventures. Magically back to Westeros. We're not going to discuss. I love how she gets needle. They have the little standoff. She like slices out the candle. You don't see the the chick die, but her face is on the pillar. Yeah, Um, I love that it's the only face up there that's still got blood on it. Like she obviously hasn't perfected the the peeling of the faces quite yet. (laughs) Yeah, but then like Nick said, she's across the sea. Must have went across the the narrow sea or something. Yeah, really, just really quick. Like, you might miss it, but she totally kills Frey's sons, makes meat pies out of them, and feeds them to Frey, yeah. and then murders Frey. Yeah. So, and with all with a smile on her face. All yep. with a smile on her face. <laughs> Meanwhile, is like Jamie's in that mix because he's at dinner, and Jamie's making wonderful comments. Like, oh, Frey, yeah. like, so dude, good. you suck. He's You're like, awful. Yeah. Maybe it's the fact that, like, it's my army that people fear. You're dumb as shit. Yeah. And like <laughs> without the Lannisters, you're nothing. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I that, love it. I, I thought that was like a hell of a fitting end to put a cap on the Red Wedding. Finally getting revenge for the Red Wedding. It's awesome that Arya got to do it. Yep. Gruesome as can be with the meat pie oh, and, yeah. and the stare as he's gurgling on his blood. And after using the using many the, face yes. faces. Yeah, and he's so perfectly like stupid through it all because he's like, "What do you mean they're here? Like where they're at?" Yeah, like, yeah. I don't yeah. Know. yeah. And then he's yeah. like, "What do you mean they're like in my plate?" And he like peels it. It's just great because like yeah. he's so just good, an man. idiot. Like he's just a dipshit. Yeah, who thinks Absolutely. he's like sweet? Yeah, I love Jamie's like uh like little conversation with him where he's exactly what you just said, but he's just basically like, dude, shut up. Like, yeah. like you're so you actually right. suck like yeah. very, very, very much. Right. Like, <laughs> and, and, and that's the great thing is where like, we're looking at Jamie who is this very complicated, complicated, complicated character where we go from like, Jamie sucks to like, Jamie doesn't suck. Jamie's awesome to where like, Jamie's on the high ground here just because like, even though he's like not necessarily in the, like the right per se, he's at least damning this character that just outright that we all sucks. Hate. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. he's just like, he's like, this, is, this sucks. Like, screw you, dude. Yeah. Um, but that's a, that's a fun, a fun devolution of the water fray. Like side, side bit there, like just get rid of him. And he got oh. rid of, and this is where Mike's really happy because she's slowly checking names off her list. Yep. And they're they're checking, they're checking themselves, but also she's checking them herself. And now we yeah. we have her back in the fold. She's yeah. in the she's in the middle of everything. We've got John and Sansa up north. Like everything's slowly coming together, and this is where yeah. we're gonna like really. By the way, the, the hounds series. chilling with the the brothers or the the brotherhood. Yeah, that yeah. that's like the the huge tragedy for me is we we did we breezed over the hound stuff, but just the fact that he like he got out of this life, you know what I mean? And he was like trying to make a new path yep, right and it's all, it. yeah, it's all ripped apart <laughs> in, in a vicious yeah. game of Thrones way from him. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, we'll get more, more on that leaning yeah. up. We don't have to break that down too much, but I, I, I was just like freaking heartbroken for the hound because Same. he comes back and everybody's butchered and the dudes hanging in the church that they were building. So, yeah. Yeah. Take so, us home with your favorite character here, Nick. Yeah, so we'll save the best for last. Um, and really, Allegedly. and and, re- and really, Mike, like, tell me, like, how did this all like process through your brain? Yeah, I want to hear your take on all of this. Um, because first be- off, just so just like, to preface it, we have we have the Tyrells. Yes, we have that whole cast. We have the Sparrows. Like these are huge. Like we're saving these for the end because like the they, players, they're they, the players of King's Landing right now. Yep. But King's Landing has such all these players have such a short-lived life expectancy. When you finish this season, you're like, wow, like yeah. they didn't do shit. Yeah. Like they got fucked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like tell me how this like kind of like processed through your brain through watching the season. Well, I loved how um Tom and Bands uh trial by combat. Yes. <laughs> so Cersei's like, ah crap. And that that was like obviously the breaking point because she has no option now um but uh yeah i mean obviously she sees the high sparrow um like with his his complete control of of tommen and she's like 
kind of like the ch- the children of the forest and like my dishwasher experience like yeah the the thing that she did in trying to solve a problem like quickly escalated Escalating. above like what she was wanting to happen um obviously because it resulted in her being held prisoner and <laughs> basically uh mentally tortured for who knows how long um right but yeah the whole um maester using the kids to like set up the murders of uh what's it pi what's the old cell pi cell um <laughs> just Shit getting boy. him shanked by a bunch of kids <laughs> um the 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 cousin or nephew lannister getting like shanked in the the crypts full of wire wildfire with the candles burning in the puddles the music. that was that the was music so dude at yeah first the music like, through this whole episode dude i didn't realize the candles at the end of the tunnel and i was i thought his torch was gonna light one of the things and i'm like you're crawling away from the torch bro like we're, yeah. what are you trying to do and i'm also <laughs> yeah. like this torch is not close enough to any of these barrels like the, what is and I was like, oh, the candles, that's pretty cool. Cause like the yeah. wax and the wick and um and those yeah, crazy can't that, stop it. Yeah. And just like everyone being trapped in uh I forget what the the sept. Sept. Yeah, yeah. Um was just brutal because like Marjorie's like uh, something is afoot here. <laughs> like yeah, I like it. Yeah, 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 she's the only one putting the it. The wheels were turning. Is- She's yeah, like Cersei sure. knows what happens if she's not here. She obviously does not give a shit that she's right. not here. Yeah. That's bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if Cersei do doesn't like, give a uh, shit. Yeah. I do like that uh Loris, we finally see Loris again. We we see him briefly throughout the season just being mentally beat yeah. over. Um, but I see that, that he just like gives in. Gives in and and honestly, dude, I don't know why. I thought when they like pulled the knife out i was like are they just gonna like slice his throat like this can't be out. i don't know why i thought that it's yeah. just like it's probably embedded in my well, brain because it happens to every other character happened. yeah all the time so it like, just happened to Walter. like yeah yeah um but i do like did you guys think like throughout the season was marjorie playing them the whole time or was she really starting to buy into some of this i feel like she was like had a plan cooking uh, it was just like where it needed to be in like the air fryer. It was in like the crock pot. Like, yeah. Just w- cooking way too slow. Way too slow. Yeah. Um, yeah. And she I'm kind quick of enough per usual. Yeah. I, I'm a little confused what the flower note that she passed to granny. That's, Savage that's granny. what I think. That's what I think. Uh, so that I, sent I her to Dorn? No, 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 no. That's their that's their sigil. The, okay. the thorn or the rose that's what i thought and i was like what is this i took to the, mean? i took it as because during that scene she's at playing the part of buying into this shit in front of her grandma mm-hmm. so i took that as her saying like here i'm not really buying into it just get the hell out of the city before these people take you because they're already talking about taking you so Don't i took that invited as, to the to the the, yeah. the the trial right yeah. just leave yeah. um and uh i i also like that cersei's like you know her wills are clicking she's trying to to do this all at once so she's trying to keep 
her from leaving. She's like, you know, your grandchildren are still in there and like, we can fight this yeah. together, you know, we'll yeah. go do this trial thing. And so she's trying to eliminate everybody at once, but yeah, unfortunately. I also love how like granny savage up to this point has kind of been getting her way with everyone. And at this point, like everyone's just like, no. And she's yeah. like, what, what do you mean? No. <laughs> like, yeah. and they're just like, I'm granny. Yeah. They're, they're just like, no and then they just like oh. walk out of the room and yeah <laughs> just like what's happening right now? right um yeah. but yeah the the whole uh reveal of the what the little birdies were you know looking for and then the the explosion was epic and then poor tommen like i just feel oh, so dude. bad for that kid man yeah. like smart oh, boy geez. i love smart the boy. i love the lead up here because you got to remember that the buildup of, I mean, the hype between these two episodes, Battle of the Bastards and Winds of Winter was so, so high back in the day, dude. Like these were like two killer episodes in this first 20 minutes. Like we kill like half the cast in this first 20 minutes. <laughs> oh, God. oh, major. This is what you were talking about, Nick, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Major, that now. major, Killed major characters are, are killed in the first 20 minutes of the season finale. And I love the Tommen thing because it's like, yeah. we we literally just killed like ten. It's so in character. characters, yeah. And then you can tell through that scene as he puts the crown down and walks away. You're like, okay, they're they're looking out this window a little too freaking long to just be showing the sept burning in the background. Like something's gonna happen here. Obviously, he I doesn't thought, know how to process it. He doesn't. He doesn't. And. uh yeah, it's just like he's just not very long for this world, dude. I'm sorry, yeah. like Tommen was just th- this was bound to happen to yeah. him. You know what I mean? He's just and, too and sweet the other of thing, a boy. Too sweet of a boy. And the other thing came in mind is like Cersei at this point has fully accepted the prophecy that that witch told her. Oh yeah, like which like I thought when the mountain came for for like Tommen. to get Tommen or whatever, like I or like stop him from going to the trial or whatever. I thought that she sent him there to like kill Tommen. Uh, yeah. On a, I, I was getting that vibe like, too. Yeah. She's seeing the transformation and control the sparrows have. And maybe at this point, you know, with what you just said, Nick, she's like coming to terms that he's just kind of no longer like able to be, controlled Saved. and be her child right so yeah. she's just like mountain go take care of him but then he didn't kill him and i was like oh good because like poor tom and like come on i don't want his <laughs> yeah. head to get ripped poor off tom. yeah <laughs> um instead he just <laughs> jumps out his window <laughs> yeah dude like my gosh uh, literally i'm sorry this is the this is the best hour of television i've ever watched in my life especially i i don't want to i don't want to detract from stuff that happens because this whole episode is freaking fantastic but the first 20 minutes dude it's like it's like absurd like this is peak game of thrones the first the first 20 minutes is is scored with the same like piano play right it's beautiful and it goes quiet right and then it recues during certain moments and really it kind of becomes like cersei's like like calling and this is really and this is where I'm going to bash on Reddit as like the article people where they were like, Mike, I got like really sidetracked on like team Cersei versus like just six year 
old like Game of Thrones posts on yeah. like Reddit, <laughs> and people are like, "This doesn't make sense." Cersei's like notorious for like messing up and misjudging like people's abilities. Well, it's like eventually she's gonna learn. Eventually, and she's like, gonna get it right. Yeah. yeah. And this is like, it, she gets it right here, where like she's like, she's got her maester, find the wildfire. Like this is an easy fix, and like they're all, all going to be in the same spot. Like yeah. it's unavoidable. She she dons her her armor, her villain armor. Yeah, and I told dress, yeah, I told Nick like I'm so happy metal. that she's finally dressing like a villain in this episode. At the beginning of this episode, she's got the black and the silver. She just looks like a super villain, you know. Yeah. And I, and I think that's what I like about it, is like for the first time in this series, like really someone obviously outside, like the psychopaths, like Ramsey, like she really just like steps into her own as like, I am the villain. I am, I am the counter to like whatever any good is trying to do here. I know my fate. And she really steps into it and she, she owns it. And she makes this beautiful action where she's like, I'm just going to like nuke. (laughs) <laughs> all yeah. my enemies all that have once. been giving me where I also birthed the issue with the high sparrow. Like she basically brought him into the fold. Um, and then also like was just playing all these unnecessary games with all these silly people. And she just like nukes them. Yeah. yeah. And one one fell stroke, but at the same time, she's accepting that like Tommen is not going to make it. Like she knows this because when when her daughter died, that's when we get the deposition about like the witch and the prophecy and the yeah. fact that like it's just gonna be really come down to her and Jamie. And the fact when she gets crowned She just like burn him. Yeah, <laughs> like, she doesn't even care. Yeah. Or whatever. Yep. I forget exactly what she says. Jamie's watching, he understands it, like he sees Cersei coming into her own. I do and, like that's where she becomes like she just owns it and she doesn't care though about the repercussions. She's like, I'm, I'm queen yeah. what are you gonna of the seven it? kingdoms. And I don't care what comes after this. I made it to this point. Father yeah, it's gotta should be, be a, proud. It's gotta be a, yeah, for sure. It's gotta be a terrible thing for Jamie to see because he, he hinged his entire reputation on stopping somebody from using that wildfire that was down there. That's why he killed the bad King. That was the whole reason he wanted to use it. Now, Granted, he wanted to use it to burn the entire city. So this is a smaller scale. But now it's like his sister slash wife, girlfriend lover. thing. Lover. Just say lover. Um, He'd so still yeah, probably it's stab be... her from behind, though. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, zinger. Uh, yeah, dude, this episode's great. I, I, it, it's probably top at least top two episodes for me of this series. It's just so well put together with the score and everything going on. And then everything after it is, there's some really big reveals after this too. So, yeah. And, and that's, that's, let's kick her on it because really what happens in the last, right. We get the first 20 minutes and then like a lot of deposition on like different things happening. First 20 minutes is glorious with Cersei's plan. Yeah. But at the end, Cersei gets crowned queen, right? She, I love the fact that like the troops, like the the Lannister guard, like army is just like lining the set, like yeah. or the throne room, like that's all great. Um, but we get the King of the North chant again back, 
from the dead. Yes. Mike just to, gets the chills. Yeah, and Whatever, we need to tell. What did you say uh, earlier? Gives you chills every time. It's this. It's this scene here. So because yeah, that's this. All the King of the North throughout the series so far. Every time, just like I, I could just listen to this all on repeat. Yeah. All day. I the the big thing that gets the chills going though is the return to the Tower of Joy from earlier that we talked about, where we finally Bran finally gets the chance to go up there and see what is in the tower finally. And I don't know if you picked up what this all means. Did you gather what all this means? What's going on here, Mike? No, no, no. Okay. So Robert's Rebellion was built on Rhaegar Targaryen stealing Lyanna Stark, kidnapping her and raping her. That's the that's the gist of it. Ned goes off to war, sleeps with some tavern whore, brings Jon Snow back. Okay, that's where we're at leading into this scene. Basic, real easy, two minute description. When we go up there, we see Lyanna Stark. We see that she just gave birth. She is heavily bleeding. She whispers something to Ned's ear that we can't hear quite yet. But we do hear her say, you need to protect him. Robert will kill him if he knows. And somebody off the corner of the screen hands a baby. That baby is Jon Snow. Uh, so <laughs> I'm just so, kidding. I knew I just wanted you to. Oh, OK, I was, was going to say, like, I, I really hope you, you pick this up because yeah. I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> back to the Tamagotchi we go. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> I think it's I knocked I think something over on my desk. Too, that whole I? that whole sequence where he's looking at the baby and the music's playing and then it yeah. flashes to Jon Snow and the music. That's what gives me the chills, dude. Yeah. Like the music there is so freaking on point. And then it's followed by one of the best scenes of the series, in my opinion, with Leon, with the little lady Mormont, lady Mormont. just yeah. laying waste to all the, oh, all yeah. the northerners. So good. So good, dude. Um, yeah, I mean that reveal was awesome did not see it coming uh because honestly i kind of forgot about the whole conversation of you know ned being like you know hey you know once i get back you know i'll tell you about your mom yeah yeah <laughs> uh, it's uh you know it's i i sent i sent nick an article of all the hints that john snow was this character uh, i don't want you to read that yet because we we got a little, little further to go and then you can read it um but yeah, there's uh, there's been a lot of drops throughout it. Oberon gave a big hint. Uh, Littlefinger hinted at it a little bit. So it's been there. You just probably weren't picking up on it because there's just so much other shit going on. Right. Uh, so yeah, currently at where we sit, uh, Jon Snow is not Ned's bastard. He's Rhaegar's bastard. So he is not a Stark. Um, technically, even though Lyanna's a Stark. Uh, He's he a Stark Targaryen. Yeah, so that's where we sit right now. Super awesome reveal. I remember back in the day that this was like a thing that people were thinking was going to happen because they were picking up on the hints that I wasn't at the time. It's abundantly clear throughout the series, especially if you look at that article, like all the shit that was like right in your face, including um, including the when he's laying in the snow after he gets stabbed, the blood stain looks like a dragon wing. So there's no, like good. little little snippets like that. Oh, so um yeah, you. It'll be cool to look at the article when when we get a little further here to see uh, everything that you missed. Right. But yeah, best reveal for me for the series. Awesome. I love that scene. It was, it was super it, cool. I can watch it over and over. Yeah. And the kicker is that's only like two of the three like big ending sequences in this yeah. 
in this episode. Ten is just so crazy. Um, it really is. Yeah. Because we finally we finally truly end with what we've been prophesizing for like five seasons, and that's Danny coming across the narrow sea with unsolid Dothraki dragons and the ironborn and the ironborn the ironborn her aides now obviously the second son she left at marine r.i.p her lover he was so devastated big sad sad. yeah that that's sad but it for me it was pulled back together with her making Tyrion the hand of the king and just seeing like how proud he was of of that moment it was like heart-wrenching to watch him like get down on one knee and get all proud. I, I, I love that scene. I could yep. give less. I could give two shits less about Dario, to be honest with you. <laughs> but the Dario scene leads up to that scene so well. And that yeah. like, she divulges some very important character traits where she's like, this person I thought I loved or was very in love with me. I basically told him to like, go kick shit. And like, yeah. I didn't really care. Didn't care. Yeah. Didn't she's feel anything. A psychopath. Felt yeah. nothing. <laughs> um, and she's like, really like, kind of like saying like, I'm, you know, I am a psychopath. Like you said, Mike, yep. like she like is so hell bent <clears throat> on this vision. And at the same time, we have, we have her breaking down in character in that sense where she's mostly this empathetic character but she says I'm kind of like a psychopath. Meanwhile, we have Tyrion. Who's I don't mostly... know that she is an empathetic character. Uh, uh, all the shit that she's done that has been empathetic has gained some sort of major thing for her through the entire series. She's freeing slaves. Yeah, she's getting an army. Like the, yeah. her goal is yeah. to get an army. Totally, like, she's just doing this nice thing for sure. that looks fancy. Exactly. It, there's a reason, you know. Meanwhile, we, we, we get this breakdown of like who is otherwise maybe like always cast as sociopath as being like, I believe in you. Like we get this very like heartfelt moment from Tyrion yeah. where he's like, my whole life I've been this way. And all of a sudden, like, here I am for some weird reason. Like, I believe in you. Yeah. So we get this crazy dichotomy between like her character arc and Tyrion's character arc. And once again, he's hand of the queen and of the queen so deservedly so absolutely yeah we get this this great scene <clears throat> though of like all the ships crossing yep yep lots of labor went into painting all those sails yeah black <laughs> with the dragon crest yeah, and then cool looking, magically man. varus just shows up on the boat oh yeah we totally breezed over the door and thing maybe one of the dragons yeah. went and picked him up yeah there back. you go very true it, yeah yeah, so just carrying them by like one of their talons. So just to quickly break it down, because we're like peaking three hours here. Um, uh, Varys goes off at some point during the season. We don't know where he's going. He shows up at Dorne with uh, Oberyn's family, and the Tyrell <laughs> gram- granny is there, just laying waste as she always does to everybody. I love it. She's like, anything from you? Didn't think so. I love yeah. I, I love that whole sequence. Um, and then I love the build up there. The bell ring is, is totally awkward every time I watch it. Like, it's so corny. She's like, ding, 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 ding. But I like that Varys comes out and is like, fire and blood. Cool sequence. We'll see more of that later. We don't need to break it down any more than that. We got the Tyrells, the Martells, and now Daenerys starting to come together. Everybody that hates Cersei, basically, is... Is banding together. Heretics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I won't uh, accept yeah. it. 
what's left of the Tyrells, we should say. What's for, left of the, yes, the, um, the Tyrell. Yeah. <laughs> Cersei is our one true queen. Um, <laughs> yeah, so at this point, uh, unlike at the end of Season 5, my three players are still intact. Jon Snow, Danny, and Tyrion. Who's yep. winning it all, Mike? We'll talk about that later. No, uh, you got to be seeing a vision. You got to be you, seeing. You got to have some sort of vision. Hey, you stay tuned for the you know after the post credit scene, you know, Showboy's post credit scene, and I'll give you that vision. Okay, because okay. I had a vision. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I think that pretty much wraps up season six. Probably, probably my favorite. But I've probably said that after every season. Yeah. But there was just a lot of, of. Um, closure to arcs uh like we said bringing together of like merging of arcs reuniting of characters uh big payoffs for a lot of characters um some good growth for certain characters um epic battles uh just there's a lot of stuff do you feel Um, it was healthy to deprive you of that for five seasons and then just give it to you all in one i think think it it made it it makes it more impactful yeah, I agree. Uh, because if they did something like that every season, then it's just another show. It loses, right? Um, but since they don't, <laughs> they do the opposite of that. It just, yeah, they basically they are Ramsey. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, and season six was uh, Theon's bath that he got. To yeah, take. <laughs> um, gross. Yeah, so we'll see what happens in in epi- or episodes seasons eight or seven and eight. But uh, this was a good uh, refresher. I'm back. We're going to continue the series. Yes, um, yes. but that good only that only lasts as long as Jon Snow does. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys have anything else you want to say before we wrap up here? The um, only thing I have to ask you, Mike, is Chad and I were confused why okay. you were convinced that johnston was dead when there was rumors of a johnston sequel yeah that's what i'm curious about well, did, did you actually it was think John, was... i i saw john snow spinoff oh okay i didn't oh okay he didn't see the sequel yeah so ah. it's like oh, what do you mean i mean they can make a show about anything like, yeah okay cool. we were just confused uh, why you were utterly convinced that like johnston was dead when it was like yeah, you were there was totally convinced. a ton of news flurry about yeah. like, Johnson sequels. <laughs> well, like, uh... I try to avoid the yeah. stuff that we're talking yeah. about because I don't want to yeah, ruin anything. Cool. Um, you are just ignorantly yeah. a bliss about reality. Yeah. Cool. Yep. <laughs> I try to stay under my rock uh, when it matters. I appreciate that. Um, but yeah, fun, fun episode, guys. This was a good one to to dig into. Um, let us know what you guys thought. Comment here on our YouTube video uh, and let us know. Uh, you can also join the Discord. But commenting on the videos helps us um, you know, hit the growth we want, uh, gets us out in front of more people. So uh, continue the conversation here if you want. Uh, we do have a Discord you can join where we have loads of other conversations. Uh, so feel free to jump in there, visit showboysmedia.com, and uh, stay tuned for Showboys uh, post-credits.
Paris, and just now, kings are dying like flies. I am the king!
Tell so, um, I may have stumbled upon a, the series spoiler what? when uh, I pulled up the seven spinoff. Oh, no. <laughs> I literally was reading <laughs> titles, and the first sentence under the Jon Snow one uh, probably ruined the show for me. But we'll, I tried to not... I'm just, I'm just gonna pretend like I didn't see anything. <laughs> oh God! Why don't you let us do that crap? 